you're cutting this out, right, Tony? Yeah. I mean, uh, Lisa. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I don't love you much, do I? Just more than human tongue can tell, and that's all. Well, I don't love you much, do I? Remember how I kissed you in the hall? See how it sparkles in my eyes I couldn't hide it if I tried And that's right, I don't love you much, do I? Just more than Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Lisa Lauer, and your other host, Lil Rafi, is, uh, he's, to quote him, and not a wise man, he went home this weekend, and I feel like I hope that the California warming that we gave him didn't cool him off to California, because he's in Colorado right now, and uh, at some point he's got to call California home. But to make up for his absence, I have a wonderful guest. It's been a long time. Welcome back to the show, Lee Ann. I won't say MF and Ward. MF and Ward. <laughs> I actually loved that when <laughs> Rafi did that last. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know if he did that on purpose, but that I appreciate the editing. I think most of uh, what he does is not on purpose. Uh, and I, it caught right. me off yeah, guard. That's what I suspected. <laughs> I was like, he only said MF and yay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we have a win. On this episode, we will talk about the Monday show. Troy Johnson has some regrets. And the Thursday show, Ben's campaign trail stories, a Disneyland adventure, New Zealand snacks. But first, I want to catch up with you a little bit and do some shout outs. How have you been? You have big news. I, I feel like we haven't, we chatted a lot before we started recording, but I just want to hear how your life is going as, as you know it now. Well, first of all, I'm very glad to be on today. It's very exciting. I've missed recording. I've missed the fame. I don't know <laughs> if I even told you guys, at least not on this show, last time I recorded, which was the summer. I think it was might have been with Rafi, maybe. Maybe with you, too, oh, after yeah. that. But Maddie, that's the little girl that, that we just adopted and who's been our foster child for the last year and a half. So this summer when I said, yeah, I have to record a podcast, she doesn't really know what a podcast is, but... She did act like it was quite a big deal. She's like, congratulations. Aww. And I'm like, I'm like, for what? For being on a podcast. That is so, so yeah, sweet. She was impressed. So that is my roundabout way of speaking to what you are referring to that we, and, and I appreciate the shout out last week that we adopted Maddie, our little girl, and she's eight years old and she's pretty awesome or she's really awesome. And so now I'm an affi- official parent now and it feels kind of weird. Oh, that's so special. I love hearing the joy in your voice. It's just very cool. And going from fostering to adopting, I can't imagine that feeling of uneasiness and excitement and then having it kind of dangled in front of you. And now she's finally your officially your child. Well, it takes some of the stress away because one mantra that I kept in my head the whole time she was our foster child is it's not over until it's over as Mm. far as us adopting her. So there's a lot of horror stories of how DHS was going to go, DHHS was going to go one way, but then suddenly the judge decided they're going home, you know, and, and this situation, you know, I can't get way into it, but in this situation, it just wasn't going to be safe for her to go home. And finally, after being not living at home, not, not necessarily being in the foster system the whole time, but not being home since she was three, it was time the judge finally was like, okay, that's it. This is, you know, she needs to be able to have a family. So, 
But until we adopted her, you just never know if something's going to change. So it's nice to have that done. And it's going to make and she's feeling more settled, I think. Mm, I'm sure. And it's really cute to hear. I mean, it's hard because she still knows her parents and we are still going to let her have some contact with them, supervised by us, of course, because she's eight. It's not like she's a baby. She does know them and love them. So, you know, it's a different dynamic when they're older like that. And of course, she knows her parents as people that, you know, basically they have had visits and when they have visits, they just have fun, you know, because they don't have to actually parent her. So it's an interesting, you know, thing to be up against. But I think, you know, she's feeling more settled and the stability and she does refer to us as a family and stuff like that. So and it's so cute every time she tells somebody she was adopted or that her says something about her new last name or whatever. And it helps it. She has the cutest voice, too, that I never want to change, the, though it has to. Otherwise, it'll be weird at some point. Yes. Um, <laughs> but she's pretty cool. I mean, we, it's not all sunshine and roses because she's had a lot of trauma. Right. But it's definitely, to uh, be cliche, it's definitely worth it. So it's great. Well, I feel like she lucked out with you two. And what sounds like oh, you guys also lucked out <laughs> with her. Oh, yeah. We definitely did because, you know... There was going to be no scenario that was going to be just absolutely perfect. Right. But this is as good as I feel like it could have gotten. And I keep thinking to myself, you know, when you go into something like this, you just never know. And you assume, you hope you're going to love the kid, you know, that, right. that they put in your in your life. But so we're just, I just feel really grateful that we did really fast. And she just feels like our kid. And she tries to... Manip- or bribe me by saying, but I'm your favorite kid. Oh. And she wants something and I've said no. So. <laughs> That's cute. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, to quote an actual wise man that probably said this, the Lord works in mysterious ways. <laughs> but I do feel like you guys are doing the Lord's work. In I do believe honesty. that was St. Rafi that said <laughs> that once, you know. <laughs> it might have been. It I, was I really off the enjoyed cuff. that book of the Bible. Yeah. You know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's Deuteronomy, Nahum, and then <laughs> and then Rafi. 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 Yeah, yeah, right yeah. after Saint John. Yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yeah. So the sh- as I uh, told you earlier, I I I'm having a little, I'm having a little rough patch in my life right now. And this morning, Uh-oh. uh oh, was uh, a little rocky, but it was good. You know, when you talk things out, it's always better. And that was what needed to happen. And I thought, you know what? I really want to record with somebody else today, not just talk my mindless stuff into the air. So uh, I wanted to send a text out to you guys. And then once one of you took the the bait, I thought, oh, okay, good. Perfect. I have someone to bounce my nonsense off of. But also, uh, my my brain was a little wired. So I thought I need some champagne. And um, so that's what you're getting right now. (laughs) It's 1030. Well, let's see. I could say it's five o'clock somewhere. But you know what? It's 1030 somewhere. (laughs) That's true. Hey, it's after lunch here, so. Oh, see? You know. I'm drinking on right. East Coast time. Right. <laughs> Do you East have... East Coast, West Coast. Yes. I, and like I'll say to Rafi, best coast, but you know. Uh, I, I, I've heard that. <laughs> you know. And I was going to say, what does Colorado have that California doesn't have? What's he right. doing going, right. quote, unquote, home? Mm-hmm. You know what it is? Uh-huh. They don't have a lot of sun there. And I think, I think... Uh, maybe it was 
you know, when they say it's the sunshine state, even though it's not, I think well, that's Florida. Uh, Allison doesn't like all the sun in yes, California. Yes, and she so. was born here. For me, it's yeah. it's part of who I am. And as well, I... Well, you're just a sunshiny uh, person. Thank you. See, somebody Scotty gets me. <laughs> he is more of a cloudy presence, but you know, sometimes you love those clouds. <laughs> you need them, right? You do. To remind you of the sun. <laughs> exactly. How can you appreciate the sun if you don't have some clouds? See, I don't and, know. That's what I've heard. And that's why. I'm blind. <laughs> I wouldn't know. You know, it's so funny when I think about the very first time you and I talked, it was when I BYOF'd you on GMO Patrol. Oh, yes, I remember. <laughs> and when you, when I, when <laughs> I was talking to you about the colors of Skittles <laughs> and you dropped the bombshell on me. Well, I don't know. I just grabbed handfuls and I was like, you're insane. That's wild. <laughs> and you're like, well, I'm blind, so it doesn't matter. I was like, okay, well, you know what? You got me there. Um, so if anyone wants to go back to the early days of this show, please do. It's quite fun to hear me even more flummoxed. Well, it was pretty, I, it's pretty fun. I will say that you got to get that off the uh, website, though, because it's mm. not available on iTunes anymore. Right. I need to talk. So here's a couple of things. <clears throat> Jason is in charge of all of that stuff with where shout iTunes. Shout out to Jason. Yes. Shout out to Jason Dix. And he why haven't we heard from him? told me that he was going to be at my house at the group recording in a couple of weeks. I'm starting to pester him. By pester him, I... did tell you this? Uh, about a month ago. Okay, so that, that... You gotta... I, um, yeah. I got a text yeah. from Ray Morgan. Yeah, you need to, like, get up in his business. And I said, you're right. Because mm -hmm. I t kind of texted him a nice light. Hey, are you going to be here in a couple of weeks? And by the way, I sent you the new app. Uh, hope you're having a great... You know, hope yeah. things are going good. I haven't heard back, but he's not always good about returning my text right away. So I thought, you know what? I told Ray, I'm like, we need to take to Twitter and just say, hey, we all need to meet you. You are, yeah. you know, six hours away and you can come hang out. You, well, it, it needs to happen. And we're not going to believe you're real until <laughs> we meet you. So that is very true. I mean, I'm one to talk, but he is only six hours away versus my. Right. Like, I don't know how long, but. Because think... I'm as good at geography as you are. Oh, okay. so it's a long time. <laughs> so horrible. So yeah. I, think I you're... am terrible at yes. geography. I think you're six hours as well, but by plane. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's a big difference. Uh, mm -hmm. I actually thought about maybe for spring break, just packing the kids up and just driving to go. There's a few people I'd like to see in New Mexico and Austin to see my dad. And now he just moved to Arizona. And then going out to my friend in North Carolina, I thought, well, I mean, if I'm out there already, I could just, you know, it's a quick and drive North up Carolina to Maine. It's still kind of a drive from us. Even I know that. I know. But when <laughs> I look at a map, it looks so small. I feel like I could do it all. <laughs> oh. oh. Well, shout out to maps. But uh, how, do you sure. have any shout outs? Yes. Sure, I do. Shout out to the Best Friends fa Fan Cast Facebook page. We have passionate deep discussions there shout out to uh lisa for having me on i'm, I'm just gonna say that because it's the right thing to say and i mean it <laughs> and then shout out to rafi for clearing a space for me to be on today mm. and i hope you're enjoying your your trip to, to colorado but not too much because we do want you back in california i'm not sure why i'm vested in that but i do <laughs> like you in california oh. and shout out to jen Dr. Jen, sorry. I got to respect the title. Dr. Jen and Lauren Kelly and Megan and I know I'm forgetting people. Trice. Trice, I always agree with you. 
um, Toby and Jo Joanna. And shout out to Alice and Rosen. I know you're listening. Mm -hmm. Actually, I kind of hope you're not. Some of the things I'm going to say later. <laughs> but I love you, even if I don't always love your guests. Mm. And I know I'm for Libruns. Anybody in the Best Friends fan cast, shout out to you. And I'm just saying all this off the top of my head. So if I forgot you, it's not because I really forgot you. It's just my brain is just too excited to remember everybody. I love that. I'm sure something will pop into your head later. And, usually... and then I'll just suddenly shout it yes! out. You know? <laughs> oh, wait, shout out to... Yeah, that's kind of what happens over here, too. Uh, my next shout outs are to Brittany. And on this special Valentine's Day episode weekend, to all of my friends with the TNC, I miss you and I love you so much. And shout out to Toby. He was supposed to record with me today and it fell through, but then... That's who I really yes! for clearing a spot for me. So he's got a new album coming out. And I know he wanted to talk about that, but I don't know many details. So he will probably be on next what? week. I'm hoping. Yeah, it's so exciting. I, I want to know everything about it, but we just need more details. So I think he'll be on next week to talk about that and talk about Allison and talk and about And then I'll review everything. it. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be perfect. Toby gave me has given me some great music suggestions of Canadian oh. country and including one of my one of my um newer favorite albums by and I wish I'm having a brain cramp I wish I could remember who it was that he recommended to me okay you'll have to remember and I'll use one of the songs for the show it, it's a Christmas album okay I mean I'll end with the show I'm just kidding yeah. <laughs> I had so many choices with Monday's guests, but I thought, you know what? I really don't want any of those. So I was going to ask you because you're, mu have you're a, a music uh, whiz. I'd rather, I'd rather have, uh, if you had one of your favorite love songs. Well, I don't have a love song right now, but I could think of one. Okay. But I, I do have one that I could suggest to you because it's kind of a, I, I guess, a woman empowerment song. And after Daniel and Ben on mm, Thursday, mm. I feel like we need a little bit of that. Those dragon boys. Yes. Oh, my word. <laughs> okay. Oh, so the rest of my shout out. Sorry. Also, shout out to Sorry Whitney. That. No, that's okay. I like being sidetracked. That's this whole show. I think that's what people <laughs> tune in for, to be honest. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, shout out to Whitney. Shout out to Kelly Lundquist, to Lauren Kelly, who sent me a... A Valentine card. So yesterday I got a little note in the mail and it was so sweet and it just chisels away at my cold, cold heart. No, I'm just kidding. I, I actually had, you know, I had some feelings and it made me almost tear up. And I thought it's so nice. Like this whole community is so special and I feel really honored to be a part of it. It's really, really cool. And it was very thoughtful of her to, to send that also to... Dr. Jen, who is always there for all of us. If you need someone to talk to or to work out your issues, Dr. Jen is your lady. Or if you want her to send really fun, funny texts and um, fun reviews from Amazon or um, items, then she's also your gal. She's an all around great lady. Sounds like I'm saying something rude, but I think lady's supposed to be a compliment nowadays, isn't it? I don't see anything wrong with it as long as you don't put dragon before. Oh, okay. <laughs> I definitely won't do that. Uh, also, shout out to Lil Rafi. I am actually in your home, Lil Rafi, and it's California. So don't call Colorado home anymore. My dad has lived in Texas for since 1983, and he still considered himself Californian. I felt like that was wrong. He was a Texan. Uh, you are now Californian, and you need to come back because uh, we miss you. And I hope 
Although this next week, it's going to be, I think, in the high 70s for February. So he might not really like it very much. But hopefully we'll get some cooler weather for the group recording. Also, shout out to Luke Chastain. I don't know if he listens yet, but he's a super fun person. And I can't wait for you guys to hear our recording from Sketchfest. And he's actually still in California. He's from Germany. Actually, he's from here, but he lives in Germany. Uh, You know him from the live stream luke uh we've been calling him live stream luke now and he was we love luke yes he was like so much fun and we've been texting back and forth about getting together again before he goes back home so shout out to him also shout out to ulysses Sanina hartley tamara holler bruised by dawn scott marquez ray morgan lee bruns trice marcy i don't know if she listens but you know what shout out to her anyways shanna and tim ortez he sent me or uh he listened and heard my dutch deutsch uh conundrum and uh <laughs> realizing i'm really bad with maps uh he schooled me which in a nice way i i i learned something from his post so thank you tim for listening and for knowledge also, shout out to Sadie Rose, who says she's going to come out to the group recording. So I'm super excited about that. And I think that's it. Unless something, you know, pops I have up. more. Oh, good. Yes. I sparked. Because um, <laughs> you did. Because I've got to shout out to a few more people. I've got to shout out to Shara. Is it Shara or Shara? I'm going to say both together and maybe she'll not notice I said it wrong. Um, <laughs> and to um, Kelly... And Michelle, Michelle and I share a love of Brandy Carlisle. Yes, Michelle. So, I forgot to write her down. I wanted to show Michelle yeah. Smith. You talking about? Yes, Michelle yes. Smith. Yes. And and oh dang it, you said somebody else. Sorry, but I agree with all of your Scott shout-outs. Ray Lee Trice Marcy Shanna Scott, yep. Shanna Shanna Shanna. And I know Shanna's being pretty open about the fact that she's got some changes going on in her life, but oh, she's God. rocking it as far as I so, know. And if I'll- she's not, then. We're here for you. Dr. Jen suggested this. I have a flyer from the Sketchfest show that only got signed by Tony. I thought, okay, I got I guess <gasps> oh, this is Shanna. <laughs> perfect. She loves Tony. Yeah. So um, I, I'm gonna i I'm gonna message her and see if it's okay to get her uh, address and send that out to her. Yeah. Reach out to her about the address. Just I'll got, see if she wants to be on the show. Yeah. She got a new job and so good for her. Oh, that's awesome. I guess it's time now that we've been chit-chatting for 23 minutes and <laughs> I mean shout outs are of, of, they're an important part of this show I yeah. think so because this show wouldn't be anything without people listening and participating and I think that shout outs are always due I like shout outs good I'll just have to shout like you out every single week well and I wasn't even saying that but sure I, I wouldn't <laughs> go on but I'm also go on. I enjoy that section of of the of the show so oh good maybe the whole show will just be shout outs okay i don't know if you remember doing uh jama patrol we had the toots and plops and drops i think it was episodes and it was just reading the nice tweets that people sent in and that was always so much fun that was back when i know that that's when dr jen was still was tweeting us way back then because i only knew her at as her twitter handle so oh, right. <laughs> it took a while to like get to the, f- the fact that she's actually a person behind that and she's dr jen dr generous dr zen she's got many names mm-hmm. yes <laughs> all right i guess uh we should talk about the monday show with troy johnson he is a food critic and his journey to on getting to being a food critic seems very strange to me i love the food network 
Grocery Games isn't my top show that I watch on there, but I will, in a pinch, watch it. And I every time I watch these kind of kinds of competition shows, I think, how do I get to be a judge on one of these shows? Because that seems that like seems a dream. Fun. Especially like on Chopped or like, but those people are actually people that own restaurants and stuff. So I thought it was somebody that was qualified. <laughs> and it sounds like they were just trying to give the job away to somebody that was, I guess, funny. Yeah. A little outrageous. A little fun. Yeah. yeah. Maybe a little too for their taste, but then it kind of it did get him it his job. Yeah, got him his job, but it kind of backfired on them too. So. Yes. Yes. And I like this notion of farm to fable that whole Mm -hmm. story was because of course you have to believe that that's going to happen because people are well they're human (laughs) and they're going to try and get away with anything that sells and so you have to take things with a grain of salt if you believe things are coming directly i don't know if you ever watched portlandia but they had you know like the actual the farm their farm to table episodes were hilarious where it's just so ridiculous (laughs) but is this something that would sell you on a restaurant in the first place? And would you believe it if you did? It wouldn't necessarily sell me on a restaurant because unless I knew the food to be really good, because I know it's going to be more expensive that way. Oh, true. And I love the idea of it, but I also like my savings account to stay at a certain level. Um, (laughs) Yes. But we do eat out way too much. But I mean, the one thing is Bill doesn't like chains. And I assume, I don't know, but I'm guessing... Because he thinks there's a better quality to not chains, so it might and it might be something that sold him a little bit, but I'm not sure that either of us would really believe it. So, although there's this one true. restaurant we go to, a Japanese restaurant, and they have such good fruit, and I'm like, where are you getting this fruit fruit from? Because it's so good, and we never when we try to buy fruit, we don't we have a I love fruit, but you're taking your chances when you buy fruit on whether or not it's actually going to taste good. So I'm like, where are they getting this fruit? And we asked one of the servers once and she's like, oh, I'm not sure. I'm like, you're just holding out on us. You know exactly Mm -hmm. where they buy this fruit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) You have to start stalking them. Yeah, I I have the same thing where I think, oh, it's farm to table. That sounds cute. I do go by taste. And of course, I still go to McDonald's. I have very discerning taste. (laughs) But uh, I... I don't know if something would sell me on it, but I would definitely think, is it really? I don't know. As long as it tastes good, I guess I don't really care. And like you said, it probably costs more money. So to me, I don't know. You say you go out too much. We probably, well, I cook half and half most of the week. I'm usually cooking something. And when we do go out, it does feel frivolous, but I know we're going out to spend frivolous money when we're going out so yeah. i'll pay for it yeah. i don't know so what i was going to say which i something i thought was kind of funny is there's a del taco in orange and they always have a sign because they were talking about oh this farm you know there's this restaurant advertises <laughs> that they're getting food from this specific farm and that farm's like actually not at all <laughs> but there's a del taco in orange and they have a sign in the drive-up window that says, the tomatoes from this restaurant come from this farm. And I thought, that's kind of strange, first of all, for a Del Taco to do that for a, a fast food yeah. place. But it's mm-hmm. not going to make me go to that one specifically, but it does make me feel good when I see that, when I'm there. Already there. <laughs> right. That if you're sense. already there, you're like, oh, good. Yeah. yeah it makes total sense. I'm yeah. Like, oh, um, some little farmer's we getting little... uh, my dime. I wish we were a little bit more responsible with where we eat and shop and stuff, but uh, that is not one of our strong suits. We also don't do coupons 
So, mm. um, you know. Well, a lot of times I feel like we coupons could be are a racket. better about that. And in certain respects because sometimes i feel like you're just buying things because it's on sale where for me i'm like i'm not gonna Mm -hmm. buy it at all anyway so i'm just gonna not right but i i am kind of 50 50 we go to the farmer's market a lot and we stock about stuff i i am uh i used to do a i think it's called a csa where they deliver you like um but i changed yes i changed over because i was getting way too much kale and i'm not a huge fan so I changed over to no. another farm place that you get to, they give you a specific box every week, but every week you can go, or every other week you can go and change it and exchange it for other things if you want, oh, if good. you want to. Mm-hmm. So, and they have a lot of other things. <clears throat> they have a lot of local farmers that have all of their products where you can go and buy them, which I thought, okay, this is even better. Even like dairy product. I mean, everything. It's really cool. That sounds good. Yeah. But the farmer's market, I really love. The one in orange is really nice. And sometimes uh, we'll go and say, okay, we're going to go find what we're going to have for dinner this weekend. And we just go and just pick and the kids get to pick whatever they want. And it's just, it's fun. It's sort of a family thing, but it's also communal and it's healthier and everything about it is, is, is positive. But then there are nights where it's like, eh, let's just order pizza, (laughs) you know? Yeah. But so the beginning of the Monday episode, Allison went in depth about the termite update. <laughs> right. And Tony was Tony was not there, right? On Monday. Um, he was there Thursday, I think. I'm trying to No wait. No, he was He was he was there. Yes, he was there. He was Sorry. there, yeah. He was there. He was very she vocal went into about a full recap about yeah. She does need the to stop termite story that. where it's like, uh, you don't need to tell the entire story. First of all, okay, there's so many issues. Let, let's start from the beginning. First mm-hmm. of all, Tony said he missed being on the show and that he loves being a part of it. And I thought, okay, <laughs> I will take that tisk tisk I got from Leanne <laughs> on Facebook <laughs> because I earned it. And I can admit I when I'm wrong. That, I? <laughs> I was like, if I get a tisk tisk from anybody, it can, it can, if it's from Leanne, I know it's serious business. <laughs> uh, so I, I can see the wrong in my, my statement. I think he does want to be there. I think he is going through a lot of things. And we never know what people are really going through and like what they're dealing with. That being said, there was someone on Twitter. Shout out to you, Diane. I don't know if you want to be called out. I don't even think you listen, but. You know what? Her point was Tony's been gone for a month and that would have been a good time to get rid of the termite thing because what's the point of rehashing it with every person because now you're just talking about your non-existent termite thing where for me, I did tell Allison, I'm pretty sure on live stream or something that the termite update is homey, but it's not necessarily that topic. It's her chit-chatting with Tony. I think she missed her point. I agree. I agree. Because she's she's been saying that that the people on the live stream were all like, no, no, no. I think she missed what we meant. We meant we like the discussion. I never said I love termite talk. I just said I remember saying, and I think I remember other people saying, and I guess we could look again that they enjoy her and Tony talking. Yes. um, At the beginning for a little while. I mean, before they bring in the guest, and I stand by that. I do enjoy that. But I never meant for her to think we needed a, t- uh, <laughs> well, not just an update, but also a recap every week. Right. <laughs> we it's not only an update, but a recap. And the update oh, yeah. is there's no news. There's nothing new. And right. my point yeah. on with on the live stream, yes, I think we said we liked the hominess of them chatting 
And yeah. the fact that it was termite related at the time, great. Right. But we don't necessarily want that specific topic. I love that she has no. Tony to chit chat with. I think that makes it makes it That's so fun. much. I, I, I agree. Yeah. And she did that at Sketchfest. And I thought this was so great that you did that because she was trying to figure out how to navigate the whole, you know, layout of the I need to hear the show. Yeah. So she had him on I need to hear at first to talk. And I thought that was so perfect because even though he seemed very nervous, it was so good. The story he told was funny, even though the way he said it was a little, well, you'll hear all of this, but Okay. It was nice that she and Tony were just on stage chatting and it was like, this is this is what you should be doing every single week right. is just chatting about what you did, what's going on, yeah. updates with the person and making it more homey. Like you said, we're, we're friends and now we're going to invite a guest in to talk about their life. And the recap of the, t- the termite thing, I was like, I looked <laughs> at my phone and I looked and it said like 15 minutes in, they're still talking about termites. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I do like that there's a yeah. Demian shout out. Shout out to you, Demian. That's nice. That was fun. Yes. But eh, it's like, okay, oh. uh, I think with him gone, we didn't need to have the termite update anymore. That was your bit. Much like uh-huh. I on a okay. different on a different group text, there's another bit that I now have with Lauren and Jen and Rafi and with the BFFs that I will talk about on Thursday. But yeah, what were you going to say? <laughs> sorry. Oh, sorry. I was just going to say I'm actually okay with the update, even if it's nothing. That's a fun bit, but I yes. don't want her to rehash all the stuff before. Just say go back and listen before. <laughs> I right. don't need to hear everything again every week. But an update's kind of funny to me. And like I said in the group text, there is a part of me that thinks it would be hilarious if she's still updating us on this termite <laughs> issue in two years. But I don't want the recap of it. Yes. People can I, I l- agree. listen back if they're interested. Yes. I agree that it's funny also <laughs> that it's sort of like, okay, we're talking about this again still. But the recap is just, no, oh it's, my But I don't gosh. like when she recaps any of her stories from like, True. I'm like, okay, you know what? If I listen to a podcast and I'm like, what are they talking about? Then I'm like, well, I better yeah. go back and listen. Yes. You know, because the recap is for a minority of people, a very small right. minority. And if you're a part of a podcast, you don't want the recaps constantly. It's no. part, no, it's no, part no. of, not only is it just boring, but it's, and sorry if Allison, if you are listening, but you know what? This is the truth. This is how we feel. And if, 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 love you, if Allison, Leanne is saying truth. it, I feel like, you know, but also being, listening to a podcast is kind of, you have inside jokes. You're part, you feel like you're part of a group, even though you're really not. And that's the magic of it, I think. And if you're being retold the story, I kind of feel like oh, I'm taking out of the organicness of it. Well, exactly. And there, those episodes in the past are still there. So you don't need right. to recap it. Yeah. If in the description she wants to say what, she wants to do a little research to find out another time when she actually told the whole story, go ahead and do that. Right. Go, refer them to that. I just That's want okay. you to I was going to refer to the Doughboys when, uh, um, when Nick Weiger talked, when they make jokes about, now close your ears, Leanne, but when they make jokes about him sucking his own D, 
Um, I know what they're talking about because they can go back. I've listened right. from the beginning. But if somebody was right. just listening and they're like, wait, what? He sucks as what? Wait, wait what? Right. But if you are new, you would go back. I'm curious yeah. to know what are they talking about? Uh, yeah, I don't. And by the way, termites are not very exciting. No. But it is a funny bit if it was, like you said, in two years, sure. they're still like, so how's the termites, Tony? <laughs> That's going to be his new nickname, termite Tony. Termite Tony. <laughs> Even though, yeah, Tony's <laughs> tired of it. That's obvious. Oh, yeah. He, he does not make <laughs> That's his other nickname. Tony's tired. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, I totally ambushed him to be on this show. And then I really started t- taking back, like, sitting back and thinking, this man just got a gold record. He's in a hit <laughs> band. And I'm like, do you want to be on this dildo of a show? <laughs> I, I wouldn't worry about that. And I say keep pursuing him because yeah. he seems like a humble guy that would probably do it. And you know what? I agree. I think, first of all, I think Renee would be, she would be probably here today if I texted her this morning Mm -hmm. like I did to you guys. She would probably be here because she is just like, she's very, I don't even know what the word is besides generous with her time, but Tony's generous on Twitter as far as responding and always being very personable. And I think, I yeah, he does seem very down to earth and I think he would be on the show. And I I think that Rafi and I need to, this is the year that we need to have all the people on that we've wanted to have on because they will do Just it. Like so Allison why not? Thing. Yes. Allison and Greg are trying to do that because they keep, Allison admits that she wants all these people on the show and gets jealous if they're not on the show or if they're on somebody else's show. But then she admits she hasn't actually even asked them. So that is my perfect opening line to Allison. So Allison, <laughs> you're... Uh, New Year's resolution is to have a bunch of people on your show, and so is mine. How would you like to be on? <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be. Amazing. But she said, "I mean, Kelly Lundquist specifically asked her during a live stream, would you be on BFF?'" Uh-huh. And she's like, "Oh yeah, I'll be on BFF." Yeah, and I thought she would. Why wouldn't she? And right. if she is traveling, maybe say to her parents' house or something. Hey, maybe she would stop by. I don't know. Yeah, I said go. But for like it I told that. Tony. I'll move. I'll I'll come to you, Tony. Is what I told him. I'll come to you. We could Skype. Whatever you want. <laughs> what did he say? What did he I say was, when you uh, ambushed like, him about that? Well, first of all, he brought up this show first, so <laughs> it, that was my open door. Mm-hmm. He said, "Oh, you're the one that does the podcast," and I was just like, "Oh, <laughs> I am." Would you like to be honest? <laughs> <laughs> Good. You, you know, the opening. That's what I you don't. Should do. Yes, I don't kick doors open, but when they're open for me, I barrel right, right in. <laughs> You're no dummy. Right. As, as, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say was something disparaging. But yeah. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. I should have probably waited for you to finish that sentence before I'm like, thank you. That's <laughs> kidding. No, there was no, there was no. Oh, good. Good. I appreciate that. I, I feel like we are all a good family. And I did want to segue because I said disparaging and I, that's in my notes. Speaking of disparaging, even though I was going to say something nice about us. I feel like Troy was not very nice to Tony because he's like, oh, are you in a real band? And I felt like his comments to him were very cutting. And maybe he was just being funny, but it seemed a little too much. Well, first of all, let me just back up a second. He was not my favorite guest, Mm. but and we we can get into that. But I thought in that instance, it was more like, oh, I didn't realize you were in a real band, like a legitimate band. Like, I felt more uh, like right. I underestimated how big of a band you were in when, when when Allison said you were in a band is how I took it. And maybe that still was a little insulting, but I did think that was kind of funny because I always like to 
here when somebody realizes that Tony's in a like I think it's kind of funny when or, or fun when they realize oh he's in a band I've heard of or he's in a band that actually can sell out crowds you know because they don't realize that at first right. because he's so unassuming and he doesn't seem like his right. personality right like oh they're chanting like your name and you're you're sitting here in Burbank uh producing some other show <laughs> yeah you wouldn't think that's true <laughs> so I always think it's fun it is. I think it was the, like when the first couple of comments I, I thought, Oh, yes. Realized he's in a band. I Al mentioned Motion City soundtrack like a couple episodes before Allison ended up having on. And then we got to Al be like, holy crap, kind of. Yeah. When he realized that Tony was from that band. I agree. But I, um, so I, I think I, it's fun when people realize. I was also thinking once Troy was talking about his ADD-ness, it really came out because Allison would be talking and he would yeah. zip to something totally off topic mm. and out of the blue. And I thought maybe he just has sort of a directness. Originally, I thought, oh, he's being kind of rude to Tony. But then it, it did become kind of funny. And I think it's because Tony and Allison are, you know, they kind of go with the flow and they're kind of, you know, humble <laughs> people. Uh, so they don't they just let it roll off their backs. So I thought right. they they dealt with it well. But I did think that his it, his ADDness definitely came out where I thought, okay, this is just he's awkwardly trying to find his place in the room, in a way. Yeah, I kind of thought he was an awkward guest, and I can't yeah. quite put my finger on what it was that rubbed me the wrong way about him. But this is just mere everyone. But I kind of felt like he feels like he's a pretty great guy, mm, yeah, and that he's so evolved now, right. and and he may be. But I don't like it when somebody actually think they are. Yes. So leading up, like all of the stories he talked about leading up to the end result was horrifying. When he was talking about yeah. his relationship with his mom and his mom Mother, yeah. coming his coming out of the closet, basically. Mm-hmm. And or being him <laughs> treating yeah. her like she was like an evil poison or something. I mean, he was, yeah. I can't imagine having a friend do this, let alone an, my offspring right. turn on me right. that much. And so his stories, I was just like, oh my God, he was so matter of fact about it. But then at the end, he was just like, yeah, there's a lot of guilt connected to this. And Which is- I'm a huge gay rights activist now. But the story leading up, I was just horrified. And there, yeah, and there was kind of, and I don't know, I'm sure it was sincere, but that just felt like I was a monster, but look, I'm great now. And I don't. Yeah. And I'm assuming a lot and I'm not being fair, I realize. But it just felt very, is this the right phrase? Self-aggrandizing. It, did, it does actually evolved, kind of. But yeah, like through the whole but thing, so he he did, says, it did feel that way. I am curious to know yeah. her side of the story and I would, how she sees and them how did, now. And I'd like to know how did he make up for it? How did he redeem himself right. with her? Because he said, that like, I love my mother now, but then he told us that. And I guess we can read his book to find out. And maybe his book will be a little less oh, annoying right. than he was. <laughs> it's funny because I saw his picture on Instagram or something. And I thought, okay, he looks familiar, but I don't know from where. And I know we all kind of have been texting back and forth. And you're. Th- it's part of the reason why I asked the three of you to be on uh, is because you guys were all passionate about, especially Thursday's episode. But <laughs> Thursday, yeah. The fact that that there's not a lot of uh, color in her typical Monday show, and this guy to uh-huh. me looked like 
any other guy. And yeah, if we yeah. go by looks, great. But I like to go by accomplishments and whatever. But I, I don't know why right. she's not trying to reach out more to people that are successful and are also of color. So, so I know here's my... Rafi and Jen are, are doing their part. <laughs> but Yes. Here's or Rafi's thinking about doing his part. Yeah. <laughs> right. Here's my appeal to all of us. That we all just start tweeting her because that's where she seems to respond the most. Um, mm -hmm. Not mm -hmm. so much to emails as much. I think we should all, everyone listening to the sound of my voice and Lisa's voice um, and imagining Rafi's voice, we should all <laughs> tweet her some suggestions of people of color that she should have on the show. Because for I don't believe for a second that she's racist. And I, but I can't, right. I don't know why she's not having more diversity on her show. So I think if we make suggestions, then maybe she'll at least have some of those. And we make those suggestions and tag those people. And then maybe they'll express some interest in being on the show or willingness. And maybe we'll have some more of that. Because I don't think she's against it. I don't know why she's not doing it, but right. I don't think she's against it. I honestly Doing think it. a majority, the percentages are 90% effort. I think a lot yes. of the guests maybe just come fall into her lap and it's just kind of, okay, cool. I'll have yep. this person. Agreed. But if you're reaching out to people, then maybe, you know, I think if, like you said, if we do a little campaigning and tagging other people and, we don't and even sending have it to her, to I say, think, right, it has nothing to do with their skin be, color, but... <laughs> Yeah, we right. if we I don't see any problem with saying you need more diversity on your show. I don't mind that at all. But we could those who don't feel comfortable saying that could just I need to do better at this just too. Just suggest is I suggest yeah. people all the time. So why not suggest hey, people of color? You're top and, commenter, and, you know? so you're top <laughs> well, commenter, and to now get, you're gonna be top suggester. <laughs> I've been trying to get a certain um, people on her show, and they haven't got on yet. So my. Uh, Batting average is getting... I should not try to use any sort of um, sports reference. That's ridiculous of me. Um, my, <laughs> you know, uh, you should because it'll fall on deaf ears to me. I'll be like, oh, you're totally smart. <laughs> you're into sports, aren't you? <laughs> right. No, no, no. My success rate in getting people on people's podcasts, she's bringing that down. Plus, she didn't do my JMO yet. There's a couple JMO she hasn't oh. done in mine. Allison, love you, but... Well, there's a <clears throat> There's a couple of things she hasn't done yet. Okay, so here's my thing. I do think she needs, and I mentioned it, I've mentioned it a yes. few times. I think she needs She needs a, an, an intern or something. An assistant, yes. yes. She, something that is following up on emails, that is making suggestions mm -hmm. that aren't like, oh, you have to do this. It's, hey, what do you think about doing this or that? Yeah. And maybe let's have some more people of color and let's have, like, just throwing those right. things out this would there be helpful to you. she would be yeah. very receptive i think to all of that because she's so. open to all of that i think we are all right i think she's just fans of her because sometimes. she is open yes yes i think it's her organization that is m making her lack in the things that we're talking about <laughs> right and i think that's exactly what it is it's just lack of organization i think th th you're right that the way she it seems that she gets her guests is usually somebody promotes them to her or somebody she knows yeah or something she just watched that interested her. Like, I'll try to get that person. But even then, I don't even know how much she does that at this point. And that's that's a right. good problem to have, that there's enough people trying to get on her show. But that does make her kind of complacent, I'm guessing, when it come to, comes to guests. And why she's not always reaching out to people that she should have on the show. Yeah. So, and, and I know having new, two new kids and everything else. Right. I think having someone to wrangle her 
stuff is what she needs. She definitely does. Maybe it's just financial. She doesn't want to do that. I don't know. But I'm sure there's plenty of people who would be willing to do it for not too much money, Lisa. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> it's not like you have to be at her house. You don't have to be at her That's house. That's very this, you know, true. To her um, well, the same so, thing with the recording video for Sketchfest. Megan did that. Oh my god, I didn't shout out Superfan yeah. Megan. Really? Shout out Superfan Megan. So she. Oh right. <laughs> so she recorded the whole thing, and I when I interviewed her later she said oh that was all me asking her and telling her she should and i said that's how everything happens for her and she's doing this whole patreon to have video and have a recording and have people be viewing it and i thought you could be there every week recording this already without patreon without any like special things it just could be happening so we need to be suggesting this just, on the next live stream. Yes. And, and yes. again, we, I, oh, yes. I have to say this. I'm not trying to be critical of Allison, but a lot of times she will say, oh yeah, maybe I should do that. But then it doesn't ever happen. Right. So, and I do feel know. like she needs someone just like Megan who said, Hey, you need to record this. So I'm going to do it for you. And then it happened. Right. Uh, so I know there's and people, I hope plenty of people out there to do stuff. I know. And she needs people that are more forceful maybe. And because uh, she's receptive to it. Yeah. And far be it from us to, to be I know. critical I know. considering she's making her living doing a podcast. Yes. Not very many people get to do that because, you know, she doesn't do a lot of side stuff that makes money. This is what's making her, her living. And so that's pretty impressive. But we do still have lots of ideas. Yeah. And it's not like, I mean, you think about her Monday guests, she has to read their book. She has to do all of this stuff right. before they're oh, on. That and is. it's not like she's not doing work, but there's other things that she needs to do. And I think it will catapult her lights, light years ahead of things if she did some of these little things. Well, I will say that I am impressed. I mean, Monday's episode excluded how I am very impressed with that it's obvious that she reads the books of the author right. of people who have books like because you can That's tell she's crazy. read those books and even they're surprised they're like whoa yes yeah you actually did read and the going book. back and listening if they've been on already I'm always, and just sh- i'm always so yeah, proud of, a lot of her when they're just like yeah she does so yeah i'm always so proud when the the guest is like wow you really did read the book you know, she's like Terry Gross that way. She can like say, yeah. you know, she references the book. She references parts of the book. And it's pretty amazing. And I love that because that I just feel like she gets a little bit more respect from that, you know, person than what they may have already had. Now, the little gaffe where she thought she read Troy Johnson's book that never actually really got <sighs> published. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. And, but, well, but she was yeah. embarrassed by that. She referenced that later. So, And and that's funny that they can both kind of laugh about it. Uh, well, that can so happen to you... the best of us, I feel like. Oh, yeah. It can happen yeah. to the worst of us. So... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I you mentioned mentioning these things to her on a live stream, which I think is the she's the most receptive to because yes, I, I I think with emails she kind of puts things off, she puts that off, yeah. and then yep. she thinks, oh, I've got all the stuff I do, and it's whatever. But with live stream, I feel like she directly combats it or or talks about it, and maybe it goes into her brain better. Right. But Doctor Jen did mention something that she did not have. A live stream no, for I, January. When I heard you guys and say that, I'm like, I noticed that. Yes, I didn't. I never noticed it. And usually, when it's getting to the end of a month, I think, oh, 
it's going to be live stream time because she's going to think, yeah. oh, shit, <laughs> I didn't right. have one yet. But with the Sketchfest stuff, I figured she's super busy. And like I said on the last episode, I really feel like she could have used that to her benefit. I think as I even thought of it. A bonus. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. I think she could have been in her <laughs> room and just said, hey, I have 30 minutes. I'm doing this impromptu right. live stream. I'm at Sketchfest and, you know, whatever. I'm before right. this, before that. It's whatever. It would have been really cool. And that's the kind of stuff she, where I feel like if someone was, uh, you know, interning or assisting, you'd be like, hey, use this opportunity. Take 30 minutes. Do it right, right. now. Everyone's going to like right. this. That would have been amazing. And I did think, hey, she didn't do a live stream. I'm guessing that she's not now. But I never feel like I can say anything. But what I, what I right. will say is, I can forgive her for that, but I did yeah. drop yeah. a Patreon recently of someone who they said they were going to do something every week and they haven't for the last few, oh. hadn't for the last few weeks. So I did drop. Th- now, I wouldn't do that to Allison because I have a whole different relationship no. to her podcast yeah. than these other people. But I do do that and I, I feel like I'm pretty forgiving. So if I do that, then what that sounded pretty... Uh, Speaking of self-aggrandizing. <laughs> hey, but, um, you know, well, where credit's due. <laughs> I'm pretty amazing, and I usually <laughs> patient. No, I'm actually... So, anyway, I'll, I should have rephrased You know what I'm going to open the show with, right? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as soon as I hear it when it happens, I'm like, that's you it. Know. That's yep. the one. See, that's, that's why you could be the producer. Just oust poor Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm telling you my my husband was like so why can't you just do any of this stuff I'm like I don't because I don't really know I didn't go to school for any of this but I'm doing all this stuff well, but I don't me. think I would know the technology oh yeah that's true <laughs> and I don't think I don't even know if Jeff I, went to school for it they just kind of you just kind of learn this stuff I thought you know? he went to well, some I know have. he has a degree in something but I don't know what I don't think they had podcasting right. back then so. right I don't think so. <laughs> I mean uh, maybe and engineering of some sort. Even though I said tisk tisk at the time, <laughs> since then I will admit that I've been like, come on, Tony, you could step it up a little bit on. <laughs> but okay. so, and I think Al- Allison sometimes worries that she is being too, um, the word like intense or whatever. But I have a feeling she isn't that intense with Tony about what she expects from him because true, you know, I think she could probably tell him. I want you to cut out the, and maybe she doesn't even listen back to her episodes to know that he's not cutting out long spaces and that I really took for granted that Jeff, I didn't realize Jeff was doing so much of that. But now that it's not Jeff anymore, I do notice a lot of times I'm like, that probably could have gotten cut out, you know, and Jeff probably would have cut that out, you know. And I wonder also, a couple Although of things. Towards I think the end, Allison Jeff was maybe not cutting things out very well. And maybe you see, I, I maybe I tune out a lot of things in in general. But I think when Tony was taking over, it was sort of like, oh, let's kind of move him in and slowly phase Jeff mm-hmm. out and phase Tony in. And I don't mm-hmm. think, and I think this is something she's been very upfront about. Her personality is she doesn't directly say, I want this, this, and that. She might casually say it, right. but I don't know if she said specifically, like, I want these drops, learn these. I want this to be, you know, I basically want you to be Jeff, but be Tony. 
And I don't think that she was direct about that because I think now he's kind of fumbling to try and be Jeff where it's like, don't try and be Jeff. Try and do all the things he could do, but be Tony. And I think there's like a, there's just, it's a transitional period. And I think that he's just learning. Yeah. Well, and Jeff, I, I don't, and somebody, and I don't remember this, but somebody said that Gary did drops. But Jeff became his own, did his own thing. He didn't try to be Gary. Yes. And frankly, he became much better than Gary. Really, Agreed. from the start. And brought a whole different... And Jeff paved his own way to be yeah. Jeff. That's who he exactly. was. Allison didn't necessarily want that, but that's became right. her thing. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, now without Jeff, I want Jeff back. <laughs> right. Yeah. and So uh, she's trying to shove Tony into that mold, and I don't think... It just needs to be Tony with, the, with Jeff accents <laughs> and I, I don't know what to do about the tony thing because sometimes i'm like maybe if some a couple people just tell him you know you're leaving a lot of spaces and mm, you know right. it seems like part of a producing but how do we tell him that you know that's not right. our job I don't, really. and i don't exactly and i don't like you said if allison's not listening back she's not going to know that there's yeah. a bunch of spaces or because when she says oh cut this out and it's still in well <laughs> it's I, like, well allison did mention one time i don't remember if who's if it was her own podcast or somebody else's or where it was that she feels like you know he tony is doing the andrea savage podcast and i think she kind of made reference to that andrea has is a, is probably more intense than Allison is about what she expects. But you know what? Mm. I like that podcast. And I feel, I, I know other people don't, but I, it turns out I like it. And I think it's been good for him on that. Although he did do a real goof where he put a segment in at the end, like their end segment. He did it for two episodes, like the same, the same recording. Oh. So I wonder if she ever knew that. I'm assuming somebody pointed it out to them. So that was a big mistake. But other than that, it's a lot tighter of a podcast. I mean, I love Allison more, so don't get me wrong. But the podcast right. is more organized and more tight. But I think she probably says, I don't want this. I don't want this. I don't want, this, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Like she's more direct about oh, all the stuff and being just, com- complete. I'm guessing she's more direct, just judging by what I know of her personality from listening to the podcast. That makes sense. Yeah. And Allison's more like, hey, let's like go with the flow. Like, this is kind of what I want. Let's just sort of, Which is you know. funny because she is like that, but then she's not. So it's kind of funny. Right. Agreed. Yes. Like, what she's thinking is not exactly always what it's she's doing mix. or saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like a um, lot of us. <laughs> but Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. 100% me. I think... <laughs> That is why I was questioning, do you think he wants to be there? Is because I I just when you're taking a producing job, you're thinking, I'm coming in to produce. How many other shows add the producer as a guest or as a personality on the show? I don't know how many. So I don't know if he was expecting that. And maybe everybody's expecting him to be Jeff and he's not. Even though she's saying, don't be Jeff. But, I think, you know, I don't know. Maybe there's just mixed messages and transitional think- stuff. I do think he wants to be on the show. That I don't really have a doubt about or be a part of the show. And with all the podcasts that I listen to, usually producers seem to be a part of it, um, I've noticed. Okay. So, I mean, he's definitely a part of Andrea Savage's podcast. Dax Shepard has his... I listen to a lot of podcasts. Dax Shepard has his producer as part of his... If they're they're in the studio, they usually do. So that shouldn't be a surprise to him that that's part of it. But I think maybe he doesn't know that these... I don't know what it is. Because I did think he did a good job of producing Feliz Navi Pod. And that's what I kind of expected that level for Allison's. But I don't know that that's exactly what's happening. But I love you, Tony. And so 
we go back to the fact uh, of the things that he's going through and then he's probably trying first of all you have this band that you're touring with and it's becoming more successful and than you probably imagine for you know however many years of not being on tour and putting things out so you have this whole other thing plus going through a divorce plus who knows what yeah i'm sure there's a lot of layers of things that are going on that are i mean we can sit here and pick apart every sure. little thing and try and figure it out but i'm sure there's a lot more behind and that's why tony you should be on the show <laughs> <laughs> are you gonna give him the hard-hitting questions if on the show <laughs> i feel like i would pro- probably not I, it's funny because i i actually daydream about this of like how what would i say do i want to keep it light yeah of course but i do want to ask like the harder questions but then i thought okay maybe i need to obviously talk to him beforehand because in general when we have other people on the show it's it's you it's right uh, jen it's it's people that we know that i can say whatever because it's whatever and i know like how far i can go with certain people Mm -hmm. and they know how far they can go with me and it's like mutual right so with him he's kind of a stranger to the show and Mm -hmm. so it would be i would be tiptoeing a little bit more and i would probably preemptively ask him hey what are you comfortable talking about and if we talk about stuff later on, you can tell me to cut it out if you're uncomfortable with it or whatever it is. You with know? that said, I really hope he's not listening to this episode because I really like the dude. But... I know. Me too. <laughs> and I think like he's such a down to earth guy that is being forced oh. into a mold where we're all kind of expecting a certain, a different, a, just a different thing. Yeah. And we just need to learn what his thing is. Yeah. I think you're right. And is there a way to block him from this episode? <laughs> oh, instead of like tagging him Just like we block- did John Henson Oops. where he listened to oh. the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. But you know what? That only backfired on little Rafi or um, Megan. No, it was both of them. I don't know. He followed me on Twitter. So I was like, well, in that case, we're friends. <laughs> well, you guys weren't wrong, though. That's the sad part. And maybe he needed to learn know, that about himself. True. But that was the last time that we tagged anybody right. in the show. Well, I, that's the thing is, a show like this, it's probably not a great idea to tag. I figured a show like this, tag anybody you want. Who cares? No one's going to listen. But then they no, do. They, it's like, oh, if you see your name, you're going to be a little curious. True. And um, that also speaks a little volume about I mean, one John Henson. Perhaps, well, perhaps Brad Pitt wouldn't, but... Right. No, he's not. Right. He's not to that level. He's more. I mean. Oh my god! I'm gonna tag Brad Pitt in this just because. Right, because his name is in it. Be- yeah. <laughs> he's gonna be like, "What is this?" Yeah. Yeah. He's probably that's used to that, hilarious. Though. Oh, I'm sure. Do it anyway. We'll just name this. Do it. We'll name the show all about Brad Pitt. Yeah. <laughs> Leanne's love for Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh yeah, my love of Brad Pitt knows no i could not name leanne's love is the pits i, I don't yeah, know what I'm I, I could not name two i could name one but i could not name like two movies he's well that's probably not true but i can't say that i've watched more than two movies that he's been in i can't really either wait uh, oh wait that's right he's dead to 12 me for what he did is it 12 Jennifer. days but thelma and louise oh, obviously yeah. i forget about and that. 12 days was it 12 days or seven there's seven sins? it was like seven seven yeah well well whatever his newest movie was i really wanted to see it but uh, i, I do not. remember his guest guest episode of friends oh yeah sorry rafi for even bringing that up that show um <laughs> hey if little rafi can't make it to the right, show we're if just he's gonna at talk home about in colorado then we're gonna talk about friends well, <laughs> see what happens rafi yeah exactly see how we've derailed gone off the rails <laughs> Um, <laughs> we haven't even talked about Thursday. We're talking about Friends and Brad Pitt. Go. Um, 
but yeah, he's dead to me from what he did to Jennifer Aniston 20 years ago or however long ago, ago it was. Mm. Not 20. It was probably like 15. And so ever since then, I don't care about Brad Pitt. Well, I mean, his life is kind of... He deserves it. Giving him, yeah, it's giving it him his uh, repercussions mm-hmm. for leaving Jennifer in for, the first place. Because, for crazy Angelina Jolie, come on, right? Okay, making out with her brother and having her blood, his blood around her neck. Maybe or whatever. I, mean, I actually regret calling her crazy because that probably is not. See, I'm being Allison like. <laughs> well, here's the thing: there's derogatory and there's <laughs> truth, and <laughs> I don't know if mental health experts would agree with me on saying that. Oh, I didn't tell you I got a degree in mental oh, health. Oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> sure. I make blanket statements about who's crazy and who's not. <laughs> and apparently so do I. <laughs> yeah. See, if if Leanne says it's true, then it oh, is. Oh, right. <laughs> we'll go back to the earlier whatever you said. If I said it, oh, then boy. it must be I something. regret that. <laughs> <laughs> I should make a song or maybe someone should make a jingle. Do you have anything else for Monday before we move on to Childish Chat? I don't think I do. And I do think that it's unfortunate that I don't remember that episode as well. But in my defense, I didn't realize I was going to be talking about it today. But I'm done. I'm done with that episode. I mean, an hour and 10 minutes. And we talked a lot about Troy Johnson, about (laughs) Tony, about a lot of other things. we talked about clearly more than we talked about Troy. But that's probably fine. I (laughs) agree. To be honest, my notes, I was like, well, I guess I have some yeah. topics, but they weren't really major. So, oh, shit. Oh, no, I did shout out Tim Ortiz. Yes, you Sorry. did. Okay. My notes. I'm just reading through my <laughs> scribbly notes. All right. Childish. Before we do Childish Chat, I want to talk about the group recording, which is two weeks away. I'm so excited to see everybody and hang out. The last time Lauren was here, she and I were both so nervous. I think that, oh, I ended up getting a little drunk during that episode, but I mean, big shocker. Because I was just drinking and having fun and and we were just both, you know, it, we're strangers meeting in my house for the first time and recording and it's such a weird premise <laughs> <laughs> or uh, situation. But it was so cool. But I thought, okay, when she comes this time, I mean, how much fun it's going to be to actually have her stay the night. We're going to watch that thing you do. We're going to go see some filming locations and then we'll do some Alice and stuff. And she gets to meet Rafi for the first Wait, time. Wait, so she's going to be I there? Mean, how did I miss that? Yeah, <gasps> she's coming out. This, I all, know. The stars are going to be at your house. I know. That's pretty awesome. It's super huge. Dr. Jen's going to be here. Ray Morgan, Mm -hmm. Scott Marquez, Jason, Jason, you do not want to miss this. Jason Dix better Mm -hmm. make his way down to my house. We might just have to drive up there. Superfan Megan will be here. Joanna's, of course, going to be here. We're going to go to her her house house on Friday night. This is an all-star lineup, and and I'm not even kidding. It really is. I know. It's going to be so much fun. I just, Trice is flying in even. Wait, did I hear that Becky was going to try to come? Oh, like, and Becky's flying out and too. And she's daring she, to try this again. This is just amazing. I know. Um, I, after last time, I was like, I'm never seeing Becky again unless I come up to her, Seattle. And her she, story still makes me so sad that I feel like she needs she to so even have like there. a whole segment. <laughs> the fact that you come out to my house to have a whole Allison weekend and everything, and she missed everything. And she didn't she even have a phone. Or like, no, her husband was sleeping. Like, <laughs> yeah, no offense. It's everything wrong. No offense that could to your happen. husband, Becky, but come on, Scott. Well, yeah. <laughs> come on, I Scott. Say, I mean, I think we were going to tag him last week. If there was yeah. a way, he would not be on my do not disturb list when I uh, <laughs> right. <at night. laughs> 
But when she said she was planning on coming out, I thought, wow. Yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't uh, burn that bridge in any way. That's no, good. I mean, well, that was that didn't have anything to do with you, but it was true. So bad, but I'm amazed that she's trying this again. Yeah, I, th- she's got fortitude. I'm telling you. <laughs> um, so, though, so I know, and she was talking about coming out and going to the Warner Brothers Studios tour and trying to bring her daughters and everything. And I thought, well, I don't know if that's going to work out, but they can hang out, and you guys can go to your tour. Because it's totally worth it. Yeah, she's going to come out for like one night and she's getting, she said she got traveling insurance. She got everything. <laughs> I said, okay, that's smart. That's smart. <laughs> well, <laughs> and this is a late shout out because I'm sure it's been a while, but she did get a promotion at work not that long ago. I believe she's like a manager now. So shout out. Yes. Congratulations. Late. Congratulations on that. Talking about that. She's a big deal. She's kind of a big deal. I know. She was like, oh, I got this, you know, promotion and I've got so much work to do, but I'm not not as much money as I'd like. And I thought, oh, man. But she's Uh just, they're running her ragged, apparently. Um, Well, I wish she was my boss. So shout out to Becky. I know. (laughs) I'm like, are you guys hiring me? Because. I agree. Yeah, she was in charge of doing all the parties and everything. And I thought, oh, she sounds like she'd be fun to She's a kind with. person. Yeah. She really is. She's a genuine person. Like I said before, yeah. and I'll say it a million more times, Allison people are truly the best. They really are. I have had so much support from them, gifts from them. And if I just started my list of shout outs for people who've sent me stuff, it's, it's just amazing. Right. And I am Same. terrible at reciprocating. Anyway, we get so sidetracked so easily. I know, I know. And this is why I wanted to record with you. It's actually kind of better. (laughs) Okay, so that being said, I'm excited to see Becky. I'm excited to see everybody at the group recording, which is February 28th, 29th, March 1st, at my house in Orange, California. One of these days we're going to get our little Leanne out here, but uh, that might be an uh, undertaking. Oh, I know. And not because... (laughs) We're just going to have to come out to you. I do. I do have to admit, I have a little um, anxiety about flying, and I used to fly quite a I'm bit. Like sure. when I was in grad school, I'd have to fly in to come home and back. So it feels like the year in the years I haven't flown, my anxiety about flying has gotten it has increased, which is, I guess, maybe that makes sense. I don't know because I've always had it. But I now it seems even am worse. the same way because I have anxiety with flying, and I started flying more often. First of all, I never flew by myself. Then I started doing that. And that became normal where I kind of got used to it. And then it's, it had been a while. So the last time I flew, flew, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm now I'm nervous again. Yeah. It's just a whole other, it's just getting used to it. I mean, I'm the same way with freeways. I never go on the freeway. And then I forget when I have to go on and I think, oh my God, I'm on the freeway and I hate driving on the freeway, but then I just get used to it and it's a normal thing again. But yeah. if you don't do something like that yeah. for a while, it is, it's, uh, it's stressful. <laughs> Scary. It's, it's been since like 2005 was probably the last time I flown. Oh my, my gosh. last time I had to fly home. Last time I had to fly home for Christmas uh, from Michigan. Wow. So this last time when I went to Sketchfest, I so, hadn't I flown by myself for like a year or something. And for me, it was a lot because really? I was flying like two or three times a year. And this last time, my husband was like, oh, "Are you excited to go?" And I thought, "I don't even know. I haven't even." thought about being excited about going yet because i'm thinking about flying and i'm just dawning on me that i that i have to fly (laughs) yeah oh but i mean the the airport that i choose and the the airline that i choose is the easiest way to go but it's still flying so it's stressful yeah so that being said 
everyone needs to come out to oh i forgot stacy's also going to come out to oh, my nice. house i think i i need to text her and uh i need to lock a lot of people down here and try mm-hmm. and like you know i need to pester more people but i'm super excited about the whole weekend and uh, every year i learn something new of like okay i need to do this better to make it more smooth and this year i'm gonna be a little less that you stressed out i it's weird because now I'm like, well, I, I can't not like, I feel like I can't, I, I mean, it's so fun. And like, yeah, it's funny because after the last one, I thought, oh man, I have to wait a whole year to do this again. Right. And all of a sudden it's here it's again. Here. It's like, oh I my know. gosh. <laughs> and our house is in like disarray right now. Mm. Both of my kids are transitioning in their, in their rooms to like repaint, change their furniture. Oh. Everything is changed. And I'm like, okay, we got about two weeks, guys. Well, at least that <laughs> because we're going to have people. Here. That'll get you guys getting it done where that could last it, forever yeah. otherwise. Uh, agree. <laughs> this week it's like, okay, let's get the paint on and let's get this new furniture built. And uh, next <laughs> weekend we get, you know, to really. That's t- the you only know. reason we I ever told... let anyone come to our house so we'll clean it sometimes. Yes. <laughs> I know. I told Lauren because she was talking about coming here and everything. And I, I feel like everyone else, every single person is nervous about coming here and in their own respect. Like, Mm. oh, I'm going to be sleeping at somebody else's house. I'm going to be doing it. And for me, I'm like, I've got all of these people coming in and I want them to have a good time. I want them to be comfortable. And that kind of stress, I actually like it because I like taking care of people. So like, I like this yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. I like the chaos and the, I, I just love the energy. Like I like everything about it, but it, there is a lot of work that goes into it, but I like oh, that yeah. part too. And I told her, I said, my bathrooms are never cleaner than the days that the people are here from. <laughs> right. <laughs> and our, and our bathrooms are like old from 1963 and I still have to like, you know, whatever, oh. but I get new towels every year. <laughs> like I try and do it because it's just like, I just want it to be like you're staying in a hotel, but you know, you're around your friends that is, kind of feeling. That, it does sound super fun and awesome. And yeah, so, so you're coming out when? So you uh, book your fight with? I figure this out. <laughs> my, some of my problem too is though, I get, I've probably said this before and it sounds like an excuse, but it's real. I might actually even have to miss my sister's wedding because I have, oh. so we, I don't get a lot of time off because I get school vacations off and summer break off and I don't have a choice about those. So I, there's not a lot of time that I can take off that aren't in those times because I get plenty of time off. You know what I mean? So they don't give us well, a lot that of makes sense. Uh, other days besides those already scheduled days off. So what Rafi and I need to do is come out to you and we'll go around the school system schedules. Well, you're welcome to do that, but we have a small house, so I can't be a host like uh like oh, you. We'll find nobody we'll, can do we'll, it like we'll you. We'll find though. a hotel. No one can do it. Well, hey, I'd help. Our thing I'd with hotels, hotels, like we <laughs> like to drink and like eat a bunch when we're on vacation, so <laughs> We'll probably do that. And then we'll have to meet up with you. And, you know, I have to eat a lot of lobster. A lot. We lobster. know there's another. We know there's another Allison fan in this area. I That's have not right. figured out who that person is. But they. I wish. See, Red this is another reason why Allison needs an assistant. Because when these te- tweets or emails come in. Oh, let's get your information. We'll hook right. you up with some other uh, people in the local area. Yeah. And that's what I thought was so cool about Allison right before Sketchfest, where she, she DM'd me and said, is it okay if I tweet that you guys are going to be out there for people to reach out? And that I was, was like, really yes, cool that. that's yeah. amazing. That was really <laughs> yeah. cool. And we only had a couple of extra people, but I... Hey. It was super cool. I mean, that's that's that's, that's all you good, can. Ex- actually. I mean, yes, 
that you like got the fact that else. now we're talking with Luke and we've I mean Sadie Rose aka Z Mary Jane aka Sandra has has been listening for a very long time to our show and being like funny. a part of the show and so for her to actually meet us in person was super That's cool fun, yeah and then Luke didn't know the show existed but he Luke. was an Allison fan and he is super cool yeah. and just I mean for you to listen to Allison and you live in Germany and to fly all the way out to Sketchfest, like that is That's dedication. Awesome. So yeah. I, it's super cool. Well, I mean, when Allison right. feels bad about herself, she's got to think about how all these people who I make know. special trips to see her live. That needs to help lift you up. Yes. How can it because not? Because it's not like it's easy. No. We all have lives that we have to detach ourselves right. from. Then there's the money. Then there's mm -hmm. the everything and the scheduling and planning. And it's a lot of effort on all of our parts. And I mentioned this. I just started editing our Sketchfest. I know. I can't wait to finally. hear that. I know. Show. And I was talking about that with Megan on on her segment because I said, I wonder if Allison realizes how much what she's done. Like right. the, it's her reach is so far and it's very it's kind of crazy. And I don't know how many other hosts of anything that are connected to their actual fans as much as she is i know and and has connected fans so much to each other right it's it that is, we're actually family right. and we get together not just talk about alice and we get together and talk about like we're actual friends now right. it's just it's it, it's kind of mind-blowing really it really is now if my kids came to me and said i met a couple of I guys know. on twitter that want to come hang out at the house i'd be like no exactly. <laughs> what <laughs> But, I mean, somehow this just has been something that has been a magical thing that works. Yeah. Like, it's just so, even my husband had to be like, wow, like the last, the latest package that I received from a from a, bed, a best friend fan cast person. He's just like, wow, you guys are quite the community. Yes. I'm like, I know. Isn't I, it crazy? I just got, I got a card from Lauren not too long ago, just a little letter. And Mike's like, oh, you know, oh, you got something from Lauren. He recognizes from Pennsylvania now. Yeah. And then yesterday he's like, oh, your friend Lauren from Pennsylvania sent you a card. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. Yeah. But yeah, it's just the trickle down effect of, of Allison Rosen is, is pretty great. Yeah, it is. It really is. Speaking of Lauren and her uh, generosity and time mm -hmm. and the fact that I don't have to listen to Childish Chat. Do you listen to Childish Chat, uh, Leanne? Do I listen to Childish Chat? Yeah. Yes. I mean, sorry. Do you listen to Childish? I listen to, I listen to <laughs> I'm both. I'm getting ahead of myself. I do listen to okay. Childish. I feel a little guilty about it. I mostly listen for Allison, but I don't hate Greg. He actually does amuse me. And I think a lot of, and I've like I've said on in the past, probably more on Facebook than on the actual podcast this podcast i think a lot of his stuff is said in jest and jest and yeah. to be and to be kind of outrageous but i also see how it can offend people and he will annoy me sometimes but so i feel exactly the same way but also going back to the fact that allison likes to recap shows there's a lot of double <laughs> yes. stories where i hear one story they on her show that. one story on childish yeah. and i thought eh, i'm kind of i like the fact that we have Lauren Kelly to give us the uh, and, bullet points on childish. Yes, and her bullet points are very good and helpful. And 
I mean, like I said, I still listen to it every week and I actually look forward to it because I all the Allison I can get, I will take. But yeah, I do wish sometimes she would just say, listen to, to listen to my other show to hear that story instead of saying the same story on both since she knows that a lot of us are listening to both. And that right. could help and her. That like, could, if somebody is actually, and if the story is good enough, they'll go to her podcast and then she might get another fan. That what? is, ooh, see? see there you go. Her now assistant, you're thinking. Her assistant might tell her that. Her, I feel like I'm going to have to send her like a 40-page email. <laughs> All right. I think uh, it's time for Childish Chat. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Rafi. Hi, friends. This is Lauren Kay with some Childish Chat. Okay, Greg said that he lost some money on bets on the Super Bowl. And Allison asked, uh, when you lose a bet, are you upset because you were wrong or because you lost money? And I've never bet on sports. I don't really watch sports, but my little brother does. And he's like really good at it. So sometimes my husband Chris and I talk like, should we like give Ricky some money (laughs) and ask him to like make some bets for us and maybe make some money? But we've never done that yet. And uh, Greg said his his friend Mike Gibbons thought that the halftime show was inappropriate for his daughter to watch. And I was thinking, how old is his daughter? And Allison kind of asked how old his daughter was, but it kind of got stepped on a little bit and we didn't find out. But And I didn't see the halftime show, so I don't know uh, what was inappropriate about it, really. He said, like, J-Lo's outfit and the position she was in if you run into if you're with your spouse or your partner and you run into someone that you have a history with should you tell your partner and um i guess allison is torn about it because she feels like she's hiding something if she doesn't but then she's also like maybe he doesn't want to know greg thinks that you should tell your partner and one time Chris and I were somewhere and I said, oh, I had sex with that guy. And Chris was just like, you don't have to tell me that. (laughs) So like, I think that it depends on the partner because like Chris doesn't want to know or doesn't, it's not that it bothers him. He just doesn't really care. I don't really care except for that. It's like an interesting tidbit. Like, oh, that part, that person, you know, like, I don't know. So yeah, I guess I don't really care one way or the other if if I was told or not. But Greg thinks that it's kind of hiding something if you don't tell. Okay, and my notes are confusing here. Allison said either that she once dated a guy who had sex with a woman and a banana was involved, or she said that it was Daniel who once did that with a woman and a banana. Uh, Now, I don't think it was Daniel. I think it was just someone that she dated. And I can't believe that she didn't ask more questions about it because she does, she's saying she doesn't know how the banana was involved, if it was a peeled banana, if it had the peel on, you know, it just sounds painful or messy in any way. So, but that was pretty funny. I really don't think it was Daniel, but I have to go back and listen to that part. Um, had kind of a weird week, so I didn't get to be as uh, accurate as I as I tried to be. Greg said that he got in trouble a little bit in trouble for something that he said on a podcast. I guess he mentioned a Christmas party that he went to at his old agent's house. And then he went for dinner at his old agent's house. He's friends with her uh, recently. And she said, hey, you got me in trouble. A friend of mine called and said, why wasn't I invited to the Christmas party? Because he heard about it on your podcast. And then Greg wasn't going to say who it was. And then he said it was Will Arnett who who got angry because of him saying that. And he asked Allison what was the worst thing, you know, that that ever happened to her from something she said on a podcast. And she said that she told a story about her parents 
and they and she said she felt like she was being you know really fair and really careful but they were upset about it and I guess didn't talk to her for a while and she felt really bad and I felt so bad for her because Allison never means to call or (laughs) sorry Allison never means you know to hurt anyone's feelings she's so careful about it but she and Greg both said that you know they're both people who feel that they need to be real and it's really hard to be that way because it's 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 like where do where does yourself end and then the people that are close to you in your life begin because there's a lot of things you know that you want to that you you know might feel wanting to say about yourself that involves other people it's so tangled up it's really hard so I I definitely feel for them on that oh Allison is taking tap aerobics which sounds awesome I would be way too scared to take a class that involved dancing or exercise like aerobics I just feel like I would just be so worried about looking like an idiot but Allison said she was embarrassed. It was Madonna week and the whole class was like going in one direction and she was going in the other. So she felt embarrassed. But I don't know. I hope she stays with it. It sounds like it's really fun. And I think it's really cool that Allison tap dances. And that's about all I got for right now. Hope everybody's having a great day. I like you. Bye. Aww. Um, Hi, Lisa. Hi, oops. Hi, Shit. Shoot. Sorry. <laughs> um, I just want to say that was awesome. And I like how she ended it. I like you. But I do want to fact check a couple of things. Yes. And hope you don't mind, Lauren. But just to clarify, it was the banana person was someone that Allison dated. And then the other thing was, I'm pretty sure the Will Arnett thing wasn't the guy who uh, texted Greg's agent. Will Arnett is who his, because he, he had mentioned it before, who his wife used to date before him. Um, oh. And apparently not a great, not a great boyfriend. That's juicy. Yeah. So that's what you miss if you don't listen to Childish. Also, I will say that I don't, I can't remember if Lauren said this, but the agent's friend that got a little up, offended that he wasn't invited or she, he or she wasn't invited, heard it on Childish heard about the party on childish so that friend that friend of the agent happened to be listening to childish and heard that so that's kind of cool at least we know somebody was listening well obviously we know people are listening but so i think i clarified everything and then we did have a best friend fan caster on that episode there was a call there was a call at the end by marcy oh everybody needs to listen to that and she sounds really nice and kind and cool and she was you know had a heartfelt question but she was also funny so it's all it was good i have yet to talk to her on you know on here right. we need to get her on the show uh, i know she's i agreed i know she's on the facebook fan cast group they t- she talked about the super bowl halftime show and it was pretty inappropriate i feel like for families mm-hmm. to me uh, there was a poll right and there's i mean it was just that might be a little I don't much. Know. Yeah. If you wanted, if you had your kids there and they were going to ask, what's that? Okay. Is this the time I want to be talking to my kids about what a stripper is and that they exist? Or can we just have like a fun family day where we're watching sports and there's music and snacks? My kids weren't there. I went to my neighbor's house and we went and we saw the second and third quarter and halftime and had it snacks. It wasn't Rick's house and though, right? <laughs> no. I make no. sure. <laughs> No, it was Larry's okay. house, Larry Bear's, right. and 
it was just it's super mellow we had already gone to a party at his house the night before so i didn't even know he was going to have people over but i said hey i've got appetizers we'll do something (laughs) and i did buy shirts for my husband and i to wear matching shirts that said sports and so you know we had to go to something Mm -hmm. so it was kind of perfect and i didn't really care who won i didn't I didn't have a any. I didn't whatever. Super Bowl's all about the but, snacks to me. So th- yeah, for me it's all about the snacks and the, and the beer and hanging out with yeah. people. Yeah. So and if I there's been a few Super Bowls that I've gone to where I have gotten into where they like bet and stuff, and I'm all about gambling too. So if that's thrown into the mix, I'm into <laughs> it, but it's not a requirement. But yeah, the halftime show to me it felt very much like watching. In Living Color back in the 90s, kind of lame dancing, very sexualized. There was one kid that was there with us watching and he kept just, he kept saying, isn't that objectifying women? (laughs) That was all he, that was all he could say like over and over again. I'm like, he's got a point here and he's uh, 14. Good for him. Good job. He's, he's, he's being, he's learning and that's good. Exactly. I don't know. I didn't see it. And I want to be open-minded about it, but I think I would be uncomfortable with my eight-year-old child, who is my child, by the way, everybody, <laughs> watching that. <laughs> Applause here. Because I don't want to explain stripper yet to her. I mean, right. I'm excited for that. Maybe you want to have her, the stripper talk when you want to have the stripper right. talk, not <laughs> being forced on a Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. It's just like, why is she suggestively holding this rope? And yeah. why is there a pole? What does that mean? Exactly. And maybe you don't have to say, hey, that's what strippers use. But it was very sexual, very sexualized okay. dancing. Yeah. So I could see there's a little bit of some people having some opinions about that. Yeah, I'm I'm all for objectifying women, but it has to have it's it's forum. <laughs> it has to be in the right. Oh sure, sure, sure. Just like I, and I'm gonna take that comment in the same way that I meant my comment when I said I'm excited to be able to talk to my daughter about strippers someday, but not today. Right. Not yet. I'm now, what kidding, am I going to start the show with? There's so many things I could. I'm just trying to give you lots um, of nuggets, you know? I appreciate all yeah. of the nuggets. Uh, so speaking of nuggets, how do you feel about, I feel like you being Mormon, you probably didn't have like, oh, we're going to run into some guy that I had sex with. But <laughs> when you run into your past, is it, uh, for me, I would feel like it's a case by case basis. If I'm running into the Seven Eleven to get a Slurpee and there's a guy in line, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, I had sex with that guy." Right. That's unnecessary. But in certain situations, if my husband was becoming friendly with somebody that I thought, "Hey, you're going to find out that I had a relationship with this right. guy," probably you should know. I think there's case by case basis, think not just. I, um, okay. Let me think of the best Ooh. way to say. It. Cat's got your tongue. No, no, no. yeah, this isn't. <laughs> This isn't actually juicy at all. It's the opposite okay, of juicy. Because, okay. yeah, I don't have really a past to talk about, you know, like that. But I was trying to decide if I'd be jealous if my husband did that. And I think mm. I would just be interested to know. I wouldn't be jealous. However, if he's just like, okay, so you know that person that I told you blah, blah, blah about that we had a past. We're going to go. We're going to go to the movies. And, and I'm, you know, oh. I wouldn't like that. So that's where right. I'd start getting jealous. But just hearing about that being a part of the past, that wouldn't bother me. I'd be like, oh, okay, he had a past. Of course he had a past, you know. Right. So, and I think advertising the past, like, you don't really need to. But I, if they I needed sus- to know it, then I yes. I suspect the reason why Greg has his opinion, and maybe I'm being very unfair, but just judging by Greg, that he kind of likes telling his wife about it. He likes to brag. Yeah. I think maybe he likes 
for her to know that he had a past. I don't know. I don't know if that's true. I imagine but... so. It's that small man syndrome. Yeah. I, but also, if your if your wife his her ex was Will Arnett, I mean, yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to live up to. Yeah, I guess so. But I imagine Will Arnett would be a real kind of not fun to be around after a while. Tool bag. <laughs> yeah, um, I agree. But. But he's so famous that it's kind of like one of those right. like, Meh. Yeah, well, that's true. He's much more famous than, than Greg. So there is that. But I can't remember if Lauren said this. His wife was, he told her the next day because they ran into this person at a party, an ex of his at a party or who, Oh. And then told her and Allison asked, what did Aaron say? And Aaron did wish that he had told him sooner than that. So she wants to know. Oh. So okay. so it's the right th- it's the right thing for them apparently you know right but I, and I yeah I don't if we were at a party and I was chatting with someone I don't even know I don't even know I don't mind knowing that someone has a past like and right. to give me the information but I don't know if I need to know in the moment because I don't know if I care that much right because you're with me now so yeah who cares? I think. I mean, whatever. I would, I'm not a jealous person honest, in that. Re- I mean, I could be friends with my husband's ex, like I, or even some of my ex's exes, where I'm like, eh, we can all be friends. You guys didn't make it as a couple. Big whoop. We're all friends now. Right. I don't care. Well, my- <laughs> it bit me in the butt many times, but whatever. <laughs> right. See, so maybe I think I, I, um, <laughs> I think I would just be interested in knowing. Like, just it would be interesting to know. But if it, right. if I thought anything was weird after I knew, then. I would probably be a little bit more hyper vigilant about that than I would have been if I didn't know. So I don't know. But Bill and I do have a, a running joke because somebody he was doing some sort of thing online thing project with somebody because he was a freelancer for a while. And this woman wrote him a note with it. And he, she wrote love, blah, blah, blah. And so he, he just kind of mentioned that to me. He's like, just in case, blah, blah, blah. I, he, he, he's honest with me, you know, and then I'm like, so I just joked around. Cause she's like from Sweden, you know? So I joked, oh. I joked around and I was like, I'll kick her ass, which made him laugh because <laughs> I'm Leanne and that's not, you know, obviously I'm not going to do that. So then no matter what, if he's talking about a woman or one time he was talking about like a three-year-old and I'm like, I'll kick her ass. So, <laughs> so just like a three year, you know how three-year-old little girls might just like flirt with him or, or flirt with a, a guy who's being nice to her or whatever just innocently so i'll just joke around and be like i'll kick her ass but people who know me that just makes them laugh because obviously that's not a real thing that's why i'm trying to be as quiet as possible so i can get every (laughs) single drop possible (laughs) i don't care people friends of mine have heard me say one time my friend gail she sent me a text she's like i'm just sitting in my living room at like nine o'clock at night last night and suddenly i just remembered you telling me that story about i'll kick your ass and i just started laughing because it's coming from me. And so, yeah. So no matter what, like, if it's a girl, a female, anything, I'll some just the most ridiculous situation, I'll just like, I'll kick her ass. So. <laughs> you're at parent-teacher conference. You're like, I'll kick her ass. Yeah. Um, that teacher said hello to you. <laughs> <laughs> How dare. Yeah. So that's a good segue into what's the worst thing you've ever shared on a podcast? And would you... Oh. Do you think about that? Do you regret anything? Or do you just caution to the wind type of attitude? Well, for me, it's just more when I maybe talk a little too harshly about a guest of Allison's or something. Or even even if I say something, you know, 
about Allison that I don't mean to be critical, but you know, something that I wish was different about the show. I feel bad about that. But I do believe that being a fan doesn't mean that you love everything that they that right. they, they ever do. I think it's you're still a fan even though they do these things and you can acknowledge that those things aren't your favorite thing, you know. But I don't I don't I think that tweet that Diane did personally I think she could have conveyed that in a less harsh way. Yeah, and I don't know if you read the all of the back and forth. No, on Twitter, I did not. But it was a little harsh. It was like, uh, if you think that we're interested in the termites, we're not. Yeah. And then it like it was back and forth for did a while. Did it devolve? Because I like, did not Ew. read the t- the the thread. I just saw her initial tweet, and I thought that was harsh enough. Yeah, it was harsh. And then Allison said, you know, people really like it. And she's just like, you know, with Tony being gone, this would kind of be the best time to that was, get that rid was of it. That was the initial tweet, too. Okay. Yeah, the, the, she was sort of saying, if you think I'm interested in your you're termite under, situation. You're overestimating yes. how much I'm... Yes. Well, first of all, we didn't... She didn't mention you by name, first of all. And meaning to Diane. Second of all... So I right. get defensive if people are rude to her. Even if I agree Agreed. with the sentiment. I know. I don't want you to say it like that to her. That's rude. So stop it. It is. I do feel like uh, it's all in the way you deliver. Yes. So delivery is everything. And saying it like that is sort of an attack where it's like, eh, okay, then maybe you're not going to be a listener anymore. And then why do I have to listen to you? Because it just seems from out of nowhere. Exactly. And I feel like Allison's kind of kidding. I mean, she's still doing it. So she's not completely kidding. But to just that, that is very, I felt like it was way too aggressive and i i don't think that's right but now if somebody's saying something racist or really like terrible about something then i don't have a problem with being much more direct but when it comes to something like that just say you know i i love your talks with tony but i you know and i don't think i really care about termites anymore and that's fine but she didn't say it like that and maybe just keep the termites between you guys and (laughs) like you know (laughs) you don't need to recap the whole thing i think the same thing with doing this show where I think, oh, God, if she listens, I hope she doesn't take this the wrong way. I but know. like we are we are huge fans. And a lot yeah. of times, like especially on Twitter or on the live stream, we d- we're not going to be c- combating her. We're not going to be bringing things up. It's Although, just t- to be I fun. Am more, I am more outspoken on the live streams than I am on Twitter. True. Or I'll say th- I'll say my opinions about stuff. Usually it doesn't have anything to do with her. I'll say stuff about other guests that she's had. <laughs> like, and I've said stuff about Greg. I've said negative things about, or critical things about Greg to her right. on a live stream. I don't feel as comfortable doing it on Twitter for some Twitter for some reason. That makes sense. Uh, and I feel like we are a little bit more like we kind of pander to her a little bit more. Where yeah. it's just like this is her forum, so we're gonna and we're fans, so we're gonna be right. all about loving everything she says and does. And it's less critical probably, but then being on this show, we kind of. And on the Facebook page, we kind of open up a little bit more about her yes, guests and like certain things. And right. well, I, I do hope on... that if she listens, that she hears it in the respect that we mean it, that we effing love her. The spirit that we mean it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, exactly. And that it, it's all like there are certain things that we would change, but we're going to love her no matter what. In her imperfect exactly. way, we're going to love her no matter what. Exactly. And I think some of the why I don't like to do that on Twitter is I don't want people who aren't well-meaning like me to jump right. on the bandwagon, like Corolla people or whatever, because they can see right. it's public. So, and so I don't want to embarrass her either, but I feel like on the live stream, you know, where it's, we're kind of like her focus group. She does ask our opinion, you know, directly. 
you know, I yes. take that opportunity to give it to her. <laughs> and I think this whole Diane character would be perfect on a live stream to just be like, you know but what? But certainly still not like that, though. She not was, the way she, she did it on Twitter yeah. out and about and no, not the way she was. Rude. There's a way. Yeah. Of, and see, this is what I've been trying to learn is a way of being direct without being bitchy or right. rude. Yeah. And I don't know that boundary. So I just say nothing. But that yeah. doesn't get you much. So <laughs> right. yeah, there's a middle ground. And I don't always yeah. find that right balance. But. I know what's way too far, and and Diane yes. went too far. I sorry, think she did go too far. I'm not really sorry to say that, Diane, because you need to know. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess now that we've been talking for almost two hours, shall we talk about Thursday? Oh, and <laughs> the show that I you're have... really passionate about. <laughs> yeah, this is the part that I really uh, had some stuff to say. <laughs> you can cut you... out most of what I've said so far. So. Meh. <laughs> so we were her little Malabari parathas sent in by Dr. <laughs> the one and only Dr. Jen mm -hmm. on Patreon. Uh, this is something she mentioned at Raphael's house. Uh, she said, oh, I want to send this in. And I said, oh, send it in because I want to make that at the group recording. <laughs> so it was self-involved for me. But uh, she sent it in and, and Allison picked it. And luckily my witticisms like, quote, this... <laughs> unquote <laughs> we're uh, able to be stated which is all always good but yes these you guys sound amazing got a shout out uh, yes On so i i think you can get these at trader joe's which is good for me because i don't branch out that far as you know <laughs> as far as anything else but so we can maybe make these they sound delicious and i'm totally into it i don't have a trader joe's that is sad <laughs> i know I, I know i hear so many good things about it but the closest one's like over two hours from me. Oh, geez. It's sad. Yeah. It's one of those things where I'm like, never... I wouldn't drive two hours to go to it. But right. first of all, yeah. it is the closest grocery store to me. But oh, that's... I can't get everything I need from there. So. Right. It doesn't sound like you could. But no. it does sound like there's some things I want to try there. Oh, yeah. And they have <laughs> their own specialty things where it's like, oh, I have to go to Trader. You know, when I drive to, I drive past it to go to take my son to school. And then on the way home, I can go there and they have just opened and nobody's there, which is nice. And I can just go in and get all my stuff. And I mean, so apparently could... you can find a parking spot. Unlike oh, everyone else. It sounds like I have the same parking spot every single time. <laughs> <laughs> I sent that in as a tweet. I'm sorry, as a JMO once about always having the same parking spots when I go places. So when I would go to my Albertsons, wow. I would always go to my same spot at Trader Joe's. I have my same spot. And at Target, I have my same spot, which is they're all well, Target and Trader Joe's are right across the street from each other. So it's very close. But, and Colonel Jeff's comment to that JMO was, this is a very not LA JMO. I'm like, okay, you're Colonel Jeff. <laughs> you're right. I'm not from LA. <laughs> well, but clearly my husband, this is irrelevant for me, but clearly my husband does not get the same spot every time because he always loses his car. <laughs> Especially in the winter, it's terrible because it's like, where's our car? And we're walking around in like 30 degrees weather trying oh, to- Oh God, that sounds like hell. But now that we now that we have a car that's not ancient, he can just kind of press the button and then he can hear the lock thing. But it was pretty miserable before we had a car like that. Oh, geez. Yeah, I try and get the same spot every time I go to these places. But I, I'm also not only a creature of habit, but I don't like 
I don't like crowds and I don't like the public. So I try and go to places when they have just opened. Which is funny considering all the hosting. I know. Well, if they're coming to me, then I can handle that. (laughs) That I can control. I'd rather go to somebody else's house. That's a whole other demo. (laughs) Yeah. See, there you go. So I would rather be the host and you would rather be hosted. That's a jam. Yes. Because then I can leave when I want to. Yes. And you can't kick people out as easily. And then I don't have to clean. That's very true. And, and when yeah. I go to someone's house, I want to be the first it. person there. I want to, I don't, because there's the stress of coming in later. Like, I want to be the first person there. I have stress about parking. I do not want to be the really? first person there. Wow. Oh, no, because but not too early. Then, then I have to hang out. Then I have to hang out one-on-one with that person oh, until yeah, other people true. are there. See, you like, don't Ugh. drink. So this is part of the issue because when I show up somewhere, oh, I, the other guest with me is always, I'm going to be drinking something. <laughs> Gotcha. So that I can, you know, feel the room, even if it's just myself. I'm like, hey, mm-hmm. me and the couch are going to have a one-on-one here. No, I, I always have to get comfortable with a little alcohol. That's my first thing. Like, where's the bar? That might be my own problem. So anyway, <laughs> the top of Thursday show. So going back a little bit to the termite uh, topic is Allison said she's done talking about it now, apparently. And hopefully that's true. Hopefully they just have their <laughs> hopefully they just have their own little just just chit chat at the top of the show. If there are new updates with the termites, bring it up. Sure. Right. Fine. If they're back, go right. ahead. Right. Termites us. are yeah. back. Let's talk. But yeah, just talking with Tony is the, the main event. And mm-hmm. I think she's getting that. Maybe the t- the two <laughs> people that Diane probably I, did serve her. Yeah, purpose, I feel but. like she said a couple of people tweeted. I feel like it was only Diane. <laughs> Well, who was it? Michelle, maybe? Sorry if I'm not saying it. She also said it, but she said it in a much nicer oh, okay. way. So there were, there was at least a couple. Okay. But Michelle's was much nicer. If it was Michelle, I think and it I was. And I think, like, uh, the, the BFFs and the Allison people are usually typically, we drink the Kool-Aid and we're just like, whatever you want, Allison, sounds good. Uh, so it's nice when a couple of people right. go rogue and they're like, here's the real deal. <laughs> Let's cut. Cool. And then the passive aggressive yes. thing I'll do if they say it nicely is I'll like the taste, <laughs> but not say anything. No. <laughs> so when she didn't have her live stream last month, when Jen texted me, she's like, "Did she have a live stream this month?" And I'm like, "Shoot, I don't think so. I think the last one was New Year's." So I went to the New Year's live stream and I commented on it. I'm like, "Oh, I'm finally getting around to listening to this." I'm like, "This is my passive aggressive way of telling you you haven't had one for Jen." Oh, I know. One time I did ask her directly on a Patreon thing. So are you still having your live stream? Because it's like the end of the month. She did end up having. I think oh. it's the first one she's missed, if I can remember. So you correctly. should tweet her today. This is your homework. I'm giving it to you and I'm dumping it on you. Is to tweet her, hey, are you going to have two live streams in February? <laughs> oh, I don't know if I have time for two. Oh, okay. <laughs> Personally, but, but that is a good question. Now, here's some homework I'd like to give to my best friend, Allison, best friends. I tweeted and called Greg out on Ooh. something he said on Childish a few weeks ago where he said that he went golfing and he had to mention that there were two black right. guys. There's no reason for it. I was waiting for the reason why he mentioned it. He never did. So I tweeted that I thought that was a little... And I, did, I tried not to be mean about it. I was not Diane about it. Um, <laughs> but I did mention it. Sorry. <laughs> I d- that's going to be my I new know. thing. Sorry, that's Diane. It's going to be everybody's thing um, now. Don't Diane. We're not Diane about it, but... <laughs> 
we're not Diane about it. It wasn't Diane level, <laughs> but but nobody. I don't think anybody except like one or two people. Kind of. I, all I want is people to go there and like that tweet, so he knows that it really was kind Doing of out right of line. Because of course, what he did. Because then I said the thing that I did think was funny about it. Because they made some blind jokes. Because these doctors were like, were eye doctors? These black doctors. Oh, uh, um, were eye oh doctors. the black doctors. So I said oh, I enjoyed. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so I did say positive. I said that I enjoyed the blind jokes as a blind person. So his only response was, oh, I'm glad you enjoyed them, but nothing about the that he had to mention the, guy, the doctors are black. So I want people listening to my voice now to find that tweet, please, and like it so he maybe will get an idea that, okay, peop- not everybody's okay with you just being kind of racist, dude. <laughs> There's so many things. What am I going to start this show with? Oh, that might be a good ender. <laughs> I'm looking right now because I I don't care. I'm 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 down with that. Good. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he thinks he is bigoted, but he is kind of. Um, but why bring it? He, yeah. It, why would you even say it? Like, right? There was no reason. I was waiting for. Oh, it. I here was like, we go. Okay, so what is? Oh, it was on my birthday, no January fifteenth. You could. Be- you. Tweeted. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm not really sure why Greg had to say the docs that he golfed with were black since it didn't provide needed context of the story. But as a blind person, I did legitimately enjoy the blind joke. And I just retweeted you. <laughs> and I'm going to and I'm gonna tweet that. my witticisms on it, too. <laughs> You're going to enjoy that. Okay. <laughs> it, they're few okay, and far I'll be for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so back to the Thursday show. Ben Glebe was on and he's no longer running for president. Is anybody surprised? <laughs> Bro, my eyes could not have rolled more during that long discussion about it. Renee, I think Renee and Tony passed out. <laughs> I don't Yeah. Did they leave? Did they go get Froyo? I don't know what they're doing. They, I know. There was, there was a second where I was like, are they still there? Like, I forgot they were around the show. And I don't blame them. I was proud of them for it, personally. Yeah, I would tune out if I could, too. Oh, my gosh. It was. And I know some people like Ben, and so I don't mean to offend you guys. I only mean to offend him, but not really. Poop. We lost Leanne. Her battery ran out. Haven't all of our batteries run out? Am I right? I mean, it is Valentine's Day. All right. So one of the main reasons why I asked Leanne to be on, and I asked Dr. Jen and Lauren Kelly, is because they were so passionate about the issues talking about Ben Glebe and now she is no longer here so I could technically just read our texting thread but I will wait for her to be back and we can always go back to Ben Glebe but I one thing I wanted to talk about before we talk we'll go a little deeper into Ben if you want to because I know you guys were very passionate about that I wanted to talk about the fact that Allison had yet about Daniel. Oh, okay, good. Okay, yes. All right. You're passionate about this episode. I don't know why I had to yell that loud. My apologies. I <laughs> wanted okay. to talk about it's become our new bit. It's much like the termite update. There's yet another snack chat that's not Lauren Kelly's snack chat. Oh. So Lauren that's sent not okay. a snack chat last year and she's had a few mm-hmm. snack chats since then. That have not been hers. And yeah. So well, now that's kind of become our I've got bit. I to say about this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Preach. I've I'm going to take a sip of champagne. Because, okay, you do that. Because, again, Allison, I love Allison, but I cannot understand why she can keep up with the Snapchat or snack chats because she'll mention them and then they still won't do it for that episode or any episode. And 
even the guests seem interested, but then they can't be like, oh, are you still going to give us the snacks? So she, I don't know how she misses doing chats. People take the time to send her snacks because of a segment she started. And right. for some reason, she does not follow through on them. And and it's not a hard thing to follow through on. She will even mention it on a show and then not do it on that show. I don't understand how that's not a priority as person who loves snacks. And again, I love you. I love Allison. You all know that. But it's a little rude also. It is so true because now, Lauren does not- if it was like Joe Schmo <clears throat> sending in a snack and we didn't even know that there was it was right. there. Okay. But not only do we right. lo- know right, Lauren, but she, it. <laughs> but she mentioned it on the show. And one of the times she right. mentioned it, she said, oh, Lauren sent in a snack, but we're going to do a different one today. It's like, what? <laughs> Why? Excuse yeah. me. And, and it costs money to send these snacks. I don't get it. This is why she needs a producer who order these things. Because usually that's what a producer does. <laughs> right. And an assistant. Plus, I just don't understand how she could forget to do these snacks. And how are these snacks not eaten? Like, they're sitting in her house? I don't get that either. Plus, she sent really good snacks, That's probably too, that I have consumed. How... <laughs> yes, I know a, I know what Lauren's snacks like. They're amazing. Oh, yes. You've received them and consumed them. <laughs> yes. So, I'm incensed about this. Yes! But Lauren doesn't want us to mention Allison. I'm going to oh, try well. to wear her down. I know. Well, it's funny because, <clears throat> like I said... But I'm, I'm not going to go against Lauren's wishes. Right. I won't either. And it's also, hey, let's make fun with it and let's have fun with it. It'll be our bit where, oh, uh, Lauren sent in a snack chat. Mm -hmm. It'll be like five years ago and still yet to have it. Oh, here's (laughs) what we do. Did you say Lauren was going to be there for the recording? Yes, she was. All right. I thought I remembered that correctly. So you guys have a snack chat with her snacks and send it as a video (laughs) to Alice. (laughs) Since you have done Lauren's snack chat chat we decided we would do it you know and maybe that'll give her the po- that will make the point so you want me to die we've been it. waiting two years <laughs> no 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 this is what kidding. i want you to do since okay. we've been waiting five years for lauren's snapchat we decided it's time for us to do it then. <laughs> yes i really like that idea you know what when i ask allison to come over for the group it recording still won't be a- I should say, hey, we're going to do Lauren's snack chat in person. Why don't you bring it with you? <laughs> yeah. Then you, and then <laughs> and you can say, then you won't be burdened with that one anymore. Yes. Now that's Diane level. Yeah. Now that's Diane level right there. But for but me, like those kinds of things would, would weigh I, on me. So Diane. I can't imagine having. Me too. And if you have a segment that you do someone. and someone takes the time, I feel like I need to make time for them. So. I understand forgetting and not doing snack chats and not eating carbs and all that stuff. But then right. once you start doing snack chats and you just bypass the person that sent you one, it's like, what in the actual? <laughs> and you mention their thing and you don't do it. And what about the poor guests? Because there have episodes, like I said, where she'll say, I'm going to do this. We're going to do a snack chat today. Oh, we ran out of time. I guess we'll do that next time. And then they don't even do it next time. Right. Those I would poor be guests like, they were yes, snacks. I would at least say, all right, we're going to do Patreon. Where's my snacks? Hashtag, where's my snacks campaign? Leanne is going to start it. (laughs) That's actually where Leanne's been for the past few minutes. (laughs) She started a whole campaign on Twitter. Hashtag, where's my snacks? We got your back. Even though you don't want us to mention this to Allison yet, I convince you. Exactly. 
We'll we'll do something. We can do something tasteful. It'll 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 be something. Even though I'll miss, you know, much like the term back again to the termite update to not talk about the fact that uh, Lauren has not had her snack chat is going to be weird to not talk about. (laughs) But you know what? I will move on to other things. Apparently, uh, you know, (laughs) at some point, your life will feel a little more empty. But right, but. Her snack chat will be will accomplish something. It's like, uh, no, I'm not going to make that right. analogy. Uh, she has Allison has a new sponsor, Omax, uh, some sort of edible lube CBD oil situation, and I was kind of thrown by it actually. <laughs> but I might be more thrown about it talking yeah, to We're Leanne bit... with it, about it. Who would you talk to, me or <laughs> me or the person, the or... Mormon? <laughs> You're cutting out, but I know what you're saying is funny. <laughs> of course. Of course it's going to cut out now, oh, right? Oh, boy. Can you? Oh, no. You sound You sound good on my end. Oh, good. All right. So you said, would I rather talk, talk about it with the Mormon or the what now? <laughs> Wait, what was the last part? Did you say Tony? I didn't hear. <laughs> to- Toby. Oh! Oh! Yeah, Toby. So I would be talking about this with Toby. <laughs> well, I mean, Toby and my relationship have gone way back to when I first... Uh, ever talk to him talking about my Vans box so I feel like I could probably <laughs> talk openly about okay. edible lube well, with Toby but I you know I feel like I could talk openly with it to anybody how do you feel about uh edible lube or you can talk to uh, to me about it I just won't know much about it I've got a story to tell you Ooh. about Lauren oh uh, because I missed some of the episodes right yeah um Oh, thank God you did, because my my Chet Atkins episode, I'm like, thank God Leanne did not hear that, because I would not hear the end of it. Well, well, I'm going to go back, but... um, Don't! (laughs) Okay. You know, Lauren's into mushrooms. Right. Like, taking pictures of mushrooms and growing mushrooms. So finally, I had to text her. I've just been wondering, are you talking about dealer mushrooms or, like, magic mushrooms? (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, I'm sure somehow it's been what kind of mushroom you're talking about. But I couldn't understand the obsession with, you know, regular mushrooms. So I'm like, it's got to be talking about magic mushrooms. But no, it was regular mushrooms. And I thought that was pretty cool, actually. But yeah, you're like, you're so excited about these. They have to be magical. And then when you find out you're not, they're not, it's like, oh, right, that's actually, kinda that's kind of cooler. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought that was more rock and roll, personally. That's awesome. I love that story. Yeah, I don't know. My, I edible lube. Meh, I don't need. I don't. Meh, I don't know. I, I just thought it was an interesting sponsor. And I wonder if she's yeah. implementing this at home. Just- well, I hope so, because a lot of, you know, um, intimacy since Owen has been born. Yeah. So maybe she needs... Well, maybe the free samples will open her up to some more free samples from Daniel. Let's see. Really quick. Renee talked about going out on... Speaking of lube. No, edible lube. That's not a very solo adventure. So that's not a good segue. Renee was talking about going out on solo adventures and... She has no fear of the world, which I wish I had that. Um, but I also think it's cool. Like my husband well, loves to go out camping by himself. But for me, I think the way to say it to a loved one that you want to do anything by yourself is easier if the other person's not super into that. So, hey, I really want to go camping, but I'm, you know, I'm going to go correct. by myself. Okay, cool. Awesome. Have fun. Be safe. All right. 
I'll pack you up some steaks. I don't know. (laughs) But other than that, I don't know. But also having a relationship where you can say, I really feel like doing this by myself. It shouldn't be taken the wrong way. Anyway, if you have a good, stable relationship. So I agree with you on that. Two things. It concerns me a little bit that she fear. Right. She needs to have some just to as a protective thing. So I worry about that. And then as far as say you know being able to say you know you'd like to go on a camping trip on your own and be like great have fun because i don't feel like the idea of camping is a hotel so great if his if he likes camping then i imagine it would be a little bit harder right for him to say he won if she doesn't like camping, then i don't think it would be a problem and it would just be you're going out camping twice as many times than you expected because <laughs> i want to go by myself and i want to go with you and have both experiences right. okay cool right yeah, sounds good. Yeah. But yeah, talking, Renee is a small, now that I've met her in person, she is a tiny person. I already kind of guessed that. I know she's strong and she has a pit bull, but going out by yourself and having zero fear, you have to have some fear. You want to enjoy yourself, but there's going to be well, a good, happy medium of like, you want to have a like, little bit. You need to feel so some pain so you know not to go too far. Exactly. Same with fear. Yes. Um, so you don't do something really stupid because you have no fear. Right. Like, how did you get this far in life and not have, like, anything happen to you? You're, she's lucky. <laughs> yes. I yeah, feel she, like she's very lucky, but, like, don't look that lucky gift horse in the mouth. Right. Was, she said she had tugboat. I understand tugboat contributing to that, but not before him. Right. And I feel like she doesn't even think that that factor that in like just she just has confidence that no, everything's she didn't. fine. She just kind of, yeah, she brushed it off about tugboat, you know, helping her feel less fear. She was right. like, no, I, I was like that even before. Yeah, like, like you okay. said. But also I'm very lucky. jealous that you guys met tugboat. I know. And it was like, ah, this was, it was such awesome. a perfect moment. It was just like, we were so sad we couldn't go to her show. Yeah. But, I mean, obviously, we're going to Allison's show. And then to, to run into her on the way to Allison's show, right. it was just like, yeah. man, this was meant to be. That's amazing. I know. And she was, that was so cool. working like, really she... hard to, connect. like, I DM'd her and we were going to try and hang out later. And it was just, I was torn because I really wanted to record with everybody. And then Trice has made a good point. He's like, she could have just come up to our room. I'm like, yeah, that's true. But... And she probably would have because she has no fear. She could have, but, <laughs> but I didn't oh, want yeah, to. Im- right. Yeah, I didn't want to impose. Well, I could understand or not? Doing yeah. That. And I told her right. like, "Hey, we'll buy you a drink." And she's like, "I'll buy you a drink." It was like it was such a fun interaction, yeah. and it was it was really it was really cool. We were such nerdy fans. Yeah, it was kind of perfect, but um, that's good. That yeah. makes them feel good. That exactly. makes people feel good. I think. I think especially, so too. You know, especially you know. Yeah. Well, Maybe like, Brad Pitt's just like but exactly. I have no idea why I use Brad Pitt as my. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I'm not even a Brad Pitt fan. Well, after this episode, everyone's going to know you're a huge Brad Pitt fan. Right. Since yeah, he's going to be the know, only one tagged in cool. it. It's two hours talking about Brad Pitt, right. blah, blah, blah. Valentine's Day, <laughs> Brad Pitt. I did want to ask you one. Do I, it. Well, okay. I forgot. I wanted to circle back to the Ben Glebe stuff or sorry to the Daniel. Uh, Why don't you vent your Daniel stuff? And then I want to talk about Valentine's Day. And then I think we're done. Okay. Bill is being a nice, sweet husband and is trying to keep Mike busy and been taking her out places. But 
one thing I'll do is pr- promote the Best Friends Facebook page because a lot of this is about my issue with what Daniel did mm. are on there. But I will say that, you know, he called Klobuchar or whatever, the dragon lady. And that was one thing. I actually thought he was being a little facetious when he said that. But then my problem with Daniel is, and I really do like Daniel, husband to Maddie, or Maddie, whoa, that's my kid's name, to Allison. (laughs) Weird. So I think he's a good husband to Allison. But sometimes on the show, I want him to do a little bit more yes-anding with her. Yeah. First of all, she, sometimes I feel like he derails things with her instead of going along with and this is a problem she has, actually, where she tries to get Daniel to clarify. Right. But then he doubles down. Yes. And then he makes it more makes her feel more awkward. Awkward. And he doesn't just say clarify. He just doubles down. And he's done this before. Not his first time. And this might be harsh to say, but he's talked about his stepfather being a real jerk and mm. being like, whoa, you didn't think that was funny? You know, when he's mean. Oh. Shades of because and it always makes me think of his stepfather i know that would kill him for anyone to think he because allison clearly knew that's not how he felt about you know but he wouldn't go with her on it he was just like no i don't see anything wrong with what i right you think somebody's gonna have a problem with that where obviously he was not that term was not meant as a compliment right so why did he just not say well yeah i didn't that just quoting what other Daniel came up with that term for her. He said it. His tone didn't actually sound like he thought. Maybe Allison made it worse by even calling him out. Yeah. I'm to clarify it. Especially knowing him. But to say like, knew. hey, let's ask you why. Right. What did she you mean knew by how that? he really feels about her. But also she's trying to clarify because yeah. he's saying it flippantly. It could come off as sexist or exactly a lot of things. And so she's trying to have him clarify. And like you said, he doubled right. down and just dug his heels into yeah. derailing the show a little bit yeah. really because it was just like okay this isn't fun anymore this feels like we're at that. therapy with them right and that happens a lot and i feel like that's when renee because she checks out every time that ha- happens yeah because it's like her parents <laughs> she's like there she's got her parents right. around her exactly. bickering and she's like oh my god i don't know whatever you guys say sounds good I think that Was Daniel there, just Renee needs to. And Jordan were... Oh yeah, I think that Daniel just needs to take well, a step back. Well, and Jordan's back. like, "Mom and Dad, stop fighting." <laughs> At least Jordan yeah. was like, "Yeah, I can see this for what it is." I Said think something. Yeah. There's been a few times that Daniel hasn't been able to make it just doing the intro, and then he has to go to to parent. But and it's been I I didn't really notice it that he was gone, but in a good way because it's like I think. There's, a, I don't know, there's still that negativity where he does bring down the show where, and she should know better than to ask him to clarify because it's not going to help anything except for just bring it down further. not the first time just to do that in real life, but on the show he does, and I don't know if it's a, it's a bit, because he's done it about other things, and so, and then she'll try to stop, get him to be said, and he just falls down on it and takes his heels in, and it's not charming to me. It's not. And I do um, think it does so, feel a bit like where he just feels like, oh, this is my thing. I'm just going to be yeah. a curmudgeon and I'm being silly. But then it right. comes off as just kind of dragging the it show down. It doesn't feel silly. No, it doesn't. Yeah. And it feels and it doesn't feel like he's got her back either. And that's right. And it feels like, I was like, why does this bother me so much? That's a very good point that he doesn't have her back. Yeah. And the yes ending. Yeah. Right, this is her show. Yes. A hundred percent. Like, so go along yes, with it a little bit more. doesn't mean, I'm not saying, you know, be Corolla, like, right. level, yes, ending. 
that, but I'm saying yes and doesn't have to mean that you agree with everything, but you don't purposely bring down the show by just being like talking about. It. You're not supposed to do that. Right. And I do wonder Even if he was like, "No, I don't like Amy." Right. Does he ever listen back and think, "Oh gosh, like I probably should have I know. Like have I sounded like this. a jerk there." Right. Yeah. Like maybe I should yeah. just gone along with it and just let that roll. I don't. Yeah, it does. F- like I said before, it feels like we're in a therapy <clears throat> session of there sometimes where I think oh, maybe yeah. I can work this out uh, outside of this show. Well, interesting thing is, ben, he, Allison was on Ben Gleave's podcast this week, and yes. even with me, I still listened because I'm a you know I'm going to, and Allison that part of the show on his show. And she clarified a little bit. She's like, lady, I think he meant blah, blah, blah. And I don't remember what she oh, said. Oh, really? Because she, she's like, because I know. And this is what I suspected. Because she was like, no, that's not how he feels about her. So I don't know why he, I'm paraphrasing what she said, but wouldn't, you know, clarify the dragon lady comment. Because she's like, I, you know, I took it at, or Ben pointed out in the thing that it's kind of like you're saying she's a bitch or whatever. Right. Um. But he was just acting. I think somebody would have a problem with me calling her dragon. Like he was acting, <laughs> and I know he's not stupid. So right, and he's seen the blowback yeah, that Allison he gets over see. over nothing. I mean, she gets blowback about right. termites. So maybe seeing dragon lady is right. not the yeah, best. That's true. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> and plus, I was really annoyed with him by making fun of Elizabeth Warren and her emotion and having emotion. I can't remember if that was Ben or him that yeah. made fun of. Even Allison, I think, was saying I didn't like how she cries. And I I, I think, like, well, and any woman that's that. in politics or any woman that does anything that's anything gets brought down yeah. by things like Dragon Lady and emotions. And it's like, okay, right. let's just try and she realize gets- this is a different person in a different landscape. And we don't need a Trump person in front of us all the time. Right. We don't need someone like Trump. That's what we're trying to get away from. I'd rather have somebody with emotion and, well, disclaimer, I am an, Eliz- an Elizabeth Warren supporter, so I understand I'm biased. But to me, she, she's a badass. So I don't, she's got a plans. I don't agree with every plan, of course. I'm like, or there's plans where I'm like, okay, how are you really going to? But generally, I like this person and I'm hearing d- the guys make fun of her voice. That is ridiculous. I mean, that's what they did to Hillary Clinton, too. And I understand. But like I said on the Facebook page it's not like george w bush or donald trump have melodious voices either and right. yes people make fun of their voices but they still be get get to become president even with their voice that will make people not vote for women candidates absolutely they are dismissed because of their feminine feminine attributes and yeah yeah being emotional like, that might be uh, part of that <laughs> to me that is the masculinity that they were you know that they were doing there and i didn't like it so daniel's on my list this week and <laughs> he'll he climb out of it he climbs out of it he does get on my list somewhat regularly but then he climbs out by doing something sweet so he better be really nice to her for valentine's day yesterday yes. that out and, and I then know, i'll like him again but right now i'm mad at him it's funny because he comes off as that but i do like we were t- saying i think it's it's more of an act because him in real yeah, in real life is. is not like that He's a very sensitive no. man and he's a very nice person. So I think why right. she was trying to have him clarify is to try and get him out of the, hey, people are going to take this the wrong way because that's not how you are. And he didn't right. go for it. He just was like, yeah. I don't I don't give no. a care. I don't care. But yeah. speaking of Valentine's Day, 
before you have to go back yeah. to your loved ones, they're talking about mm-hmm. Valentine's and celebrations and, uh, you know, how things change oh. when you have kids. And if you're with somebody, if you're with, if you're not, like how Valentine's is, I wonder if you have celebrations that do you have uh, traditions, new traditions, anything that you like to do for Valentine's? We are not very romantic people. Somebody pointed that out. Oh, who is this person? <laughs> um, a divorced friend of mine is like, oh, you Di- was that Diane? Did Diane like, say Wait a minute, but whatever kidding. we're doing is working. But anyway, if I'm missing my divorce next day, I don't know. Just kidding. I'm not that. I think oh. I just lost my mind. <laughs> I'm not even drinking. So we go out to usually go out to dinner and stuff like that, but we're not like mushy, like card people. If I had to do a card, I'd have to put it in Braille and he can't read Braille. Oh. Or I'd have to type him a card. <laughs> and my gift, to, I feel like my gift to him is I don't have the pressure of needing a card or a gift. However, I think I've said this before, maybe it was before we started recording. I do sometimes say I'm like the stereotypical guy in a relationship because Bill likes receiving gifts and would prefer that, I think, if we did that kind of thing. But I feel like he's hard to buy for because, you know, when you're, and I've heard this a lot before, when you're established and, you know, money to spend, you buy what you want. And he certainly does that. Not to say that he's like a frivolous spender, but but if you want something. Why wait for Christmas or your birthday or Valentine's? Right. Valentine's. If you want right. something, and if I want at a certain point in life, you just it. get it. Yeah. And just not creative. He is a lot more creative with gifts and things. So I think he mm. wishes we would do more of that. I don't know that he wishes there was more mushy, mushy stuff, but gift giving, he, he would be more into if I, if I sanctioned it. So no, we don't really, we would go out to dinner. We did get a babysitting situation for, for Maddie, which is a weird thing to do because we're not used to Aww. having that aspect still <laughs> um but yeah so we went out to dinner last night but no cards were exchanged but i mean as far as i know he is i am so for for me how about gr- you growing up for me my mom always did like we would wake up and or we'd get home from school and we'd have you know little valentine's gifts on our bed and so Valentine's wasn't just for your significant other. It was just for everybody around you that you loved. And so for me, you know, with my husband, my big thing was like, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. I love the color schemes and I love, you know, I love love, but I don't have any rules of like, oh, we have to get, I have to get flowers and candy and a card and a gift. And my thing was always, if we're doing romantic things throughout the year and I'm not mushy either. I'm like we talked about earlier. I'm more of the guy I feel like in the relationship where it's just like I my love is is received in different ways than that. But as long hey, as there's pack him steaks. If he yes, camping, see, so I think your love is very obvious. See, that's yeah. love. <laughs> so I my thing was if we're doing stuff all throughout the year, I don't feel like we need the reminder to do loving things on one day of the year. But if we do need that right. reminder then that is a good indicator of like, hey, we need to step it up throughout the year and like be more romantic. He kind of of misinterpreted that through the years of like, ah, she doesn't care about gifts, (laughs) blah, blah, blah. Uh, She doesn't give a crap about Valentine's. I'm like, hold up. (laughs) Um, Let's go back a little bit. Um, Yeah. So 
we all uh, also with the kids we had started having traditions where the past couple of years i've been doing chocolate fondue for dessert so we'd have like this thing where we all get together and we have like this thing and so this is the first time that we had valentine's on a friday which is usually our date night but the kids were like we want to spend valentine's with you guys okay so we switched things around (laughs) and so we were going to have our chocolate fondue and then i thought i'm going to do a cheese fondue for dinner and chocolate fondue for dessert and that's going to be our big thing and we'll watch gilmore girl because that's our big family thing now. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Ooh, we should be talking I about that all along. This is like every day. So normally it's always been family dinners at the table. That's our thing. We don't eat in front of the TV. But once right, uh, the kids started getting into Gilmore Except Girls. Except on Friday nights. Yeah. So Friday yeah. nights, Mike and I would have date night. We'd go out to dinner and then we would sit and like have dessert and wine and like watch our shows. But mm. once my husband got into Gilmore Girls and the kids... It became like wow. our, this is dinner time. We're going to, do we get to watch Gillies? I'm like, yep, we're going to watch Gillies. Well, so it, <laughs> our rules That's so bend. That's cool so... that even your husband's into it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, I Gilmore never Girls is worth thought. that. But what's funny is I started watching Gilmore Girls with the kids at like after my husband went to bed. And then there was a couple of times where he kind of was like up for an episode or two. And so he was getting into it a little because he used to make mm-hmm. fun of it. He, he and I both used to make fun of it. Right. But then once he, he was like, Oh, I kind of, oh, shoot, I missed that. Like, what's going on? And I said, okay, ho- hold up. I'll watch it with the kids through, and then this. we'll start it over with you. So I was watching it separately with both of them, all the way <laughs> through to finish with the kids, and then we started over with him. So we still haven't finished. We're on wow. season seven now. So, uh, But it was so cool uh, that, the, that cool. the Warner Brothers thing came out, like, right at the time, because they were all excited to go see the Gilmore Girls set, like, all of them were excited. Oh, yeah. That's fun. We got pictures in the, co- well, in, you know, the, the gazebo and that's like why you were there. That's why you were there. Like, so, well, that's yeah. interesting. But I didn't know the whole family had become fans. <laughs> that's Yes. Cool. It was like um, perfect timing that we're all knee deep in Gilmore Girls. And then that came around. It was like, this is not just me now. It's something else that we can all share. That, that's pretty <laughs> anyway. cool. Yeah. Well, Bill's respects it. He thinks it's a cool. He's just not, you know, that's just not necessarily it's not something he would make fun of he makes fun of other shows i might like (laughs) well my husband and i made fun of it because we like a lot of things we make fun of things that we don't know anything about and we're just make assumptions and then we just Uh build those assumptions up as truth and then that's just where it is and then all of a sudden it's like oh yeah like i can give this to i mean the credit is to you and to jenna because when I was 38 yeah. is when I first started watching Gilmore Girls. And I was like, oh, shoot, <laughs> I really like this show. I like this. And yeah. Then I started watching it every year. And it's funny because the kids would hear me. I would listen, watch it on my tablet in my room at night. Like when we're all done with everything, we all go to our right. own sections of the house. And so uh-huh. when we started watching the show together, they said... That's the theme song we used to hear coming from your room all the time. <laughs> that is funny. I'm like, I know. It was finally time for you guys to be, you know, because they had to be at a certain age to to understand some of the yeah. themes anyway. But sure, but yeah. they, it was just perfect timing. The right. whole family was into it. And we went to the Gilmore Girls set. It was like amazing. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. So anyways, we wrapped it into Valentine's Day of like, hey, we're going to make our little dinner and then we're going to go watch Gilmore Girls and that's going to be our perfect little night. And then my husband and I were supposed to go out tonight and that got kind of changed. But anyway, we try we this year he gave me a really extravagant gift 
and I got him some really wow. nice gifts. And nice. typically we don't do that, but he got me some shoes that I wanted that are really expensive. <laughs> and I was but just, not, but I not was like, I'm, no, not Rothy's, but they're, <laughs> I think they're a little bit more expensive than Rothy's, but they're pretty similar to the price where I looked at Rothy's and I'm like, I really oh, want okay. these, but that's pretty pricey. I know they're a little expensive. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I actually looked at it too. But then I was like, well, oh, I can't yeah. try those on. So I don't know. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, I mean, but her dog walker will, says that they're her favorite, so. <laughs> I know. And Meghan Markle. Um, and Meghan Markle. I will say that we did, one thing I do like to do for Maddie is on special occasions, I like her to wake up with something at the breakfast table for her. Aww. So, like a surprise. So, there was a gift, uh, there was a Valentine's gift bag for her full of stuff. Oh, so, that's cute. So, I used that. to do gift bags every, for every holiday, I would give them something for like, we just started kindergarten so i would give them a bunch of like new books to read or like whatever like everything mm -hmm. to me like i like to celebrate every little thing yeah because i maybe because my mom did that or maybe just because life sucks in general so why not celebrate the little things i don't know exactly but i used to give them little <clears throat> gift bags full of things for every little holiday and then at a certain point there were these gift bags that i had like their initial on each one and i said you know what these are just <laughs> going to be the gift bags i use every time because I don't need to keep yeah. buying new gift bags. So now, however many years ago, they'll come home from school and they'll see their specific gift bag out that's full of something. So they're like, well, ooh, no. are we going to get our little... They they have their specific, you know, they know their gift that's bag cool. is out. It's time. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's yeah. cheaper too for me. But eventually, hopefully they won't rip. But yeah, so they were they were <laughs> full. And, and my son was coming home from school. He's like, I wonder if our gift, our special gift bags are going to be on. I'm like, oh, you You're know, like, they will. They, uh, yeah. Good thing. Yeah. You know, they will. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Those You've got, you've got two lucky kids. Very lucky kids. Aw, you're so sweet. Yeah. I try, I try and spoil them, but not run. <laughs> that, that's what we're trying to do, I think. <laughs> Well, you got to make life so. exciting and fun and, and put them on a path to do something great. doesn't have to be Feeling the president loved. because that doesn't mean anything anymore. Feeling love nope. is the thing. I yeah. love that. Yep. Well, I think thing. that's a good place to end the show is on feeling loved because I <laughs> love, I feel like there's so many people in my life right now that are hurting and mm -hmm. I just feel like I just want to reach out and hug every one of them because I love everybody and I love this community and yeah. I wish that I could do more, but I just, I hope everyone listening knows that they are loved. Yes. Great sentiment. And as Lauren said, you all, all of you, but there's Aww. some of you I even love. So <laughs> <laughs> I even love some of you guys. If you would like to be on this loving show, email bfancast at gmail.com. Follow the show on Twitter at bfancast. Follow me at BFF Lisa Lowry. I forget it every time. Leanne, where can we find you? You can follow me at Leanne M. Ward on Twitter. My name is L-E-E-A-N-N. -N. And somebody, Tim Pierce, shout out to you on Twitter, asked for adoption photos. And I had to tell him that I don't post those on Twitter because my Twitter is public. So I just don't feel right about doing that. But if any Allison fans want to add me on Facebook, I'm happy to do that, um, as long as you're not a creep. And then you'll see plenty of lots of pictures there, because I didn't post any pictures of her until we adopted her. But since last Wednesday, there's been a lot, and there'll be more. So feel free to find me there and just 
Tell me you're an Allison fan. Yes. Shout out to Tim Pierce. Find us on the Facebook fan cast group because it's more close and it's fun. Yeah, Tim. Yeah, Tim. Lisa, you need to t- Brad Pitt <laughs> and Tim Pierce. He's going to be like, what in the Brad actual F them. happened here? What's going on? Well, then he'll know at the end. Yeah. You yeah. have to listen to find out. Lil Rafi can be followed and he doesn't want to be followed, but he can be followed at RMC Guitars on Twitter and hopefully following him back to California, his actual home. BFFs, you truly are the best. And this is all about loving you and self-love. Let's put it all out there. Good vibes. Gilmore Girls. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Lots of champagne. Uh, (laughs) You're the best. Good vibration. Good. All of that. Good, good, good. All right. (laughs) Thank you and good night. Will your love remain through stormy weather? amazing we can still talk dirt one time he was talking about like a three-year-old and i'm like i'll kick her ass